93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. All right, today is Wednesday. It is July 31st. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. Police in Upper Darby say a newborn baby was found abandoned on Tuesday. According to police, an hours-old newborn baby girl was left abandoned on the 100 block of Englewood Road. We need help locating the parents to get them the assistance that they need. Mom, if you're reading this, call us, police said in a tweet. The baby was found wrapped in a little white blanket on a porch. The man who found her said that she was wrapped in this towel that he uh, unraveled and she still had her umbilical cord attached. Whoa. He called police who came and got the baby and took her to the hospital. Police say she is doing fine. Right now, Upper Darby Police Superintendent Michael Chipwood says that they don't know who left the baby or where she was born. If somebody wants to drop off a child to a hospital or a police station, as long as it's not hurt and less than 28 days, you can do so without any criminality, said Chipwood. Do you think that some people don't know that? or I, I think some people don't know that. Okay. I mean, you it's talk it's about- called safe Safe Haven? What is it? Yeah, Safe Haven. Haven, Right, and it it, it is available. The whole purpose of it was to curtail things like this. Yeah, because that child could have died died in the heat, yeah. I think people don't know, and also, if they do, there's still a little bit of, uh, they're still nervous to just drop a baby off, you know, because... I mean, I guess they don't. They say no questions asked. I know, but yeah, they might. They might. It might be the shame of facing another human right, being while right. doing it, or fear that somebody might call the police. Or, but still, but you're. You, at I the mean, police. you're talking about. Yeah. yeah, I know. You're talking about a, a human life here. I mean, you know, I don't know. Well, I mean, Maybe from what I understand, in the story that when they first started doing it, that the edict is is they're very staunch about making sure people don't feel judged. Yeah, they want to do this. For the benefit of the child, so right. you can lose that. It's hard. I've not been in this situation, obviously, but anything that benefits the child, as you said, Preston, it was 90-plus degrees yesterday. The kid could have died. The baby yeah. could have died. And I know that they used to. I don't know if they're still there, but some of the hospitals actually had a bassinet um, set up. So you would literally just yeah. take the baby and put it in there. Okay. And you could walk away. Uh, anyone with information is asked to contact the Upper Darby mm. Police Department. Shortly before 8 o'clock Tuesday, first responders r- rushed to the Sahara Sam's Oasis Outdoor and Indoor Water Park in West Berlin for a medical emergency, emergency involving a child. Medics transported the child to virtue of Voorhees in serious condition. There's no word on how old the victim is. Uh, lifeguards were called to assist the boy after he reportedly went into cardiac arrest in the pool area. The boy was given CPR by lifeguards. The pool was evacuated after the medical emergency. We are completing a thorough review of the incident and working with local authorities, said a spokesperson with the uh, Sahara Sams. But uh, that's all the information that they've given. This kid went into, went cardiac, into arrest. cardiac arrest? Yeah, mm. in the pool area. So I don't know if it was uh, a drowning or, you know, near drowning or what, but uh, he's in the hospital and and uh, no other information being given at this but time. But that's also an issue. I mean, sometimes people, kids, will go into sudden cardiac arrest. Uh, my friend's son, unfortunately, died from that for, for no reason. You know, he was just at home. And so there is a huge campaign, uh, you know, going on and on about this right now, about, you know, having your kids just go get checked out, get an EKG and stuff like that. Really? Yeah, it happens. Okay. Airport police arrested a 37-year-old Delta pilot from Rosemount on suspicion of being under the influence of alcohol Tuesday morning, uh, the Minneapolis-St. Paul International Airport said. Flight 1728 was set to fly from Minneapolis to San Diego at 11 a.m. Tuesday when police detained the pilot who was on the plane. Uh, An arrest is pending. A toxicology report, the airport said. The TSA screening agent found the pilot with an empty bottle after leaving the screening area. If you're on the left side of the plane, you can see Washington Monument. If you're on the right side, you can see the Arc de Triomphe. 
He is currently uh, charged. He's he is not currently charged or in jail and has no criminal history. The plane never left the gate and passengers were asked to leave the plane in a statement. Delta said, wow, uh, its alcohol policy is among the strictest in the industry and has no tolerance for violations. They have like a three drink minimum, right? No, very strict. You know, what? I think they can't even like have a drink the night before they're yeah. going to fly. Yeah. Yeah. No, every time I hear a story like this, I think of the Denzel movie. Yeah. You know? yeah. 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 That guy. I mean, honestly, there's a question as to whether or not he could have done that barrel roll were he not drunk. So, and it saved all those people. Right? Yeah, we got to consider that. I think we need that. to consider that. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know what? I actually saw uh, a plane doing barrel rolls uh, the other day. I was not like, a passenger. Oh. <laughs> not a passenger. <laughs> a passenger. No, no, no. It was, like, it was a small plane, but I was like, I mean, it was going straight up, straight down, yeah. rolling. I was like, oh my God. It was pretty yeah. neat to watch. There's yeah. there's some uh, out by our, uh, my house, they, they, sometimes there, there are pilots that will go out there and try stuff out. It's pretty cool when you see it happen. Do you ever wonder? If any of those are staging a Bill Cosby escape attempt from the prison, no, okay. I didn't even consider <laughs> that. <They're> practicing, <laughs> yeah, so you're flying low. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do sports this morning. <laughs> Drew Smiley threw seven shutout innings and Reese Hoskins homer to lead the Phils to a 4-2 win over yeah, the San Francisco nice. Giants last night at the Bulls. The Phils took the first game of a three-game set between two teams in the hunt for the National League wildcard spot. It was the first of seven games the teams will play over the next two weeks. Smiley allowed four hits, struck out five, and uh, was never in any serious trouble, helping to send the Giants to their seventh straight loss in South Philly. The series continues tonight, and Vince Velasquez will get the start. Game time is at 7.05. Just as the Cleveland Indians and Cincinnati Reds agreed to a deal involving Yasiel Puig, the outfielder was part of a massive bench-clearing brawl in Cincinnati's 11-4 loss to the Pittsburgh Pirates. Puig was still in the game as reports surfaced of the three-team trade, which which also sent Indians right-hander Trevor Bauer to the Reds. The brawl started in the top of the ninth when Amir Garrett came on to pitch for the Reds, exchanged words with the Pirates, ran towards the dugout, and threw a couple of punches to spark the brawl. The six-foot-five pitcher was dragged to the ground by roughly half the Pirates team before his teammates came over to help him. I've never seen that before. I've never <laughs> no. seen a pitcher charge the other team's dugout, and that's how the brawl starts. That wow. is crazy. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thank you very much, Kathy. Yes, Casey. No, I was just going to say, at one point, this guy Puig that you're talking about that was mm-hmm. traded, he makes his way un, like unencumbered, gets all the way to these guys, and you figure he's going to like you know, start throwing down. And then he gets face to face with this guy, and he's like, and he just starts pointing out, like, you! <laughs> I've thought better of this now. Uh, yeah, maybe I shouldn't. Uh, well, anyhow, listen, we welcome you to uh, midweek of Wednesday, and a couple of things we like to do on Wednesdays. One of them is uh, give you a chance to win via the secret text word. And today we're going to give away a pair of tickets to Philly Burger Brawl. We were just talking about that yesterday. Oh, yeah. Um, two pairs of tickets, actually, so two different ways for you to win. It's nuclear gluttony. Uh, two different ways, meaning you, you do it, uh, you, you just do one thing and there's two opportunities to win. So uh, you text the word secret to 39333. We send a word back to you. Later on, we'll ask you to call with that word designated caller. Wins those tickets and we'll also pull a random texter and give them away that way as well. So you can go ahead and do that now. Secret to 39333 and the Burger Brawl is coming up on September 15th, by the way. We also like to go on Fox Good Day, so we will do that first time in a couple weeks after we've been on vacation, so we'll check in with those guys close to 8 o'clock this morning. Guest-wise in the studio, 
Uh, we have two of our sorority sisters coming. Yeah, up. this yep. is really cool. They're going to be on this show called Sugar Rush, which is on uh, Netflix. Season two is coming up, and uh, so we have Victoria and Allie who are coming in, and they are from Sweet Something's Dessert Shop, and they competed on this baking show. I like these shows, man. I, I, I think they're them. fun. I especially love the ones that are dessert-based. Uh, yeah. Because they can get really creative. Cupcake Wars right. is one that I like. Uh, uh, the, the, what, nailed It is hilarious. <laughs> what's the British one? There's an American version yes. of it. An older woman is the, is the you know, they all have the multiple... Is it called the Great British Baking Show? I, it might be that, Nick. Yeah. It might be something as simple as that. But I love them. Yeah, so uh, these two ladies are competing on there, so we will check in with our sorority sisters and uh, ask them all about that. Um, let's see. Some other things to point out. What was I going to mention? Belly flop? No, it wasn't the butthole? belly flop. I wasn't the butthole. Butthole? Hang on a second. I'll get to all that stuff eventually. <laughs> I had a... Cooling caravan? No. Flop. All right. Yeah, that's it. Hey! hey! That's the thing I wanted to mention. Thank you, Casey. So we have the uh, Preston and Steve cooling caravan courtesy of Duncan. And obviously, we're in this heat wave. And listen, it's even if it cools off a little bit, it's still going to be kind of nasty. So what we're going to do is we're going to have a chance for you to have the Duncan Cruiser stop by one morning with the MM Army and some of the Preston and Steve Calendar Girls with free iced coffee uh, and have a nice break for you and your crew. So this is for people on work sites. I love this. Um, what you need to do is if you happen to be on a site uh, this week or... Are we going to do it this week or next week? Next uh, week. It's next, next week. week. Yeah, it is yeah. next week. Yeah. Thank you. But you can uh, submit this week. Yeah, go to contest at WMMR.com and you can enter to win the visit of the cooling caravan this Tuesday, this coming Tuesday. So August 6th is when they'll be in the deadline. is going to be Monday. So just want to give you a heads up on that. And I know a lot of you guys who work on uh, work sites are already out and about in all on, probably already on the oh, site. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So go to contest at WMMR.com and enter in the press and the Steve Show runs on talking. We have several other things that I will mention through the course of the morning. We'll get to those in a little while. Let's take a break. Come back in a second. We'll have the entertainment report all lined up for you. A stupid question with some more stuff for you to win. Stay put. We're not going to be gone long. Like what you hear? You can see it, too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on Xfinity On Demand. Steven Singer's Ready for Love Diamond Engagement Rings are ready to go. <laughs> Whether your budget's $500 or $5,000, Steven has the perfect ring for you at the perfect price. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, thanks, Cass. So we're going to do a stupid question. Today being the last day of July, it's our last chance to do a Christmas in July thing. So I'm going to do Mm -hmm. a Christmas question for the stupid question. We're going to give away a four-pack of tickets to Six Flags Great Adventure. So the question I have for you, the film Jingle All the Way was inspired by the Christmas craze for what toy that was extremely popular in 1983? That's a good question. 215-263-WMMR. All right, so Jingle All the Way was inspired by the Christmas craze for what toy that was extremely popular in 1983. 215-263-WMMR. Give us a call right now. We'll go through some birthdays Wednesday, July 31st. While we're waiting for your answer, we'll begin with M. Shadows, lead singer of Avenged Sevenfold. His real name is Matthew Sanders. I guess M. Shadows made more sense to him, so we went with that. That's probably a better rock name than uh, Matthew whatever it was. Matthew Sanders. Yeah. 
Uh, he is celebrating his 38th birthday today. We have a few musical birthdays today. We'll continue in kind of the heavier side of music. Uh, guitarist Rob Zombie's band, John Five, also known as John Lowry. That's his real name. Uh, he is 48 years old oh, today. I love this song. The video. The yes. Yeah. The, the video is just hilarious. That when he's in the car. Big hot rod. And, yeah. and the shifter has like a glowing skull yeah. on it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so John Five celebrates his 48th birthday today. And uh, from the world of R.E.M., Bill Barry, the oh. former drummer, is celebrating. <laughs> yeah, that was it. him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was celebrating his. Oh, you just want to stop. You can there. go home now. Uh, is 61 years old today. I wish that band would get back together and do some kind of reunion tour. What's uh, keeping cool. them from doing that? Uh, who, who's the? Uh, I holdout? think they're just kind of done. T- tired just, of it? Yeah. I, 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 you know, a few, a couple of years ago, I looked up Michael Stipe just to see what he was up to, and he's pretty much up to nothing. He looks like a commercial fisherman. <laughs> yeah, he's got the yeah he, the he big went beard, like the Letterman, Letterman route, yeah, with the big white beard. So he's very serious, you know, which yep. is weird because. You know, he, he ran had a that... novelty company. <laughs> no, no, but <laughs> look at this. Look at this. It'll leave a dark ring around your eye. Obviously, they had some you know serious songs, but then they had other songs like you know Stand and Shiny yeah. Happy People. Shiny yeah. Happy People, and yeah. but he was always he was always the uh, the more introspective. Yep, dark and brooding. Yes. Uh, so Bill Berry, sixty one today. Uh, B J Novak of The Office and Inglorious Bastards. Uh, celebrates his big 40th birthday today, 4-0. And the long-standing rumor, Preston, is that he's the father of Mindy Kaling's uh, child. Uh, they, yeah, that's right. They've been, you know, now not, they both deny that, but uh, they were uh, an item and had been continue to be at least the best of friends for a long time. Yeah. He was good in uh, Saving Mr. Banks, which I, I love that movie anytime it comes on. He's one, he's of, one the of the singers. songwriters. Yeah, one of the songwriters. And yeah. he does a really good job. Of it. I don't I don't know if he's like a classically trained pianist or anything like that, but he's, he's impressive in the movie. He's uh, 40 today. Uh, Dean Kane Yes. Played Superman on Lois and Clark. Uh, and he's been in stuff here and there. He's also been on uh, uh, Supergirl. He he is oh, yeah. actually he plays Supergirl's Earth father. Okay, nice. Uh, Fifty three today. J.K. Rowling. Uh, there you go. Insanely talented writer, successful beyond belief. Fifty four years old. Today. Wasn't she just absolutely poverty stricken at the point that first manu like a single mother? Yeah. yeah. That first Harry Potter manuscript sells. Yeah. And now she's one of the wealthiest women in the world. It, it makes you wonder how many people are just sitting on a masterpiece yes. that may never see the light of day. You know, she may have just written this stuff and it may have gone nowhere. Yeah. And people would have never had what, what has turned out to be this massive. No, you're right. I make that point all the time. Volume of entertainment, you if, know. If you think what hits and becomes a hit represents mm. all the best that's out there. Mm. No, it's just there's a whole bunch of luck involved, too. Yep. But she had, I think she had just been dumped by her husband. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah. before that happened. Yep. Listen to this sentence. Seven years after graduating, Rolling saw herself as a failure. Her marriage had failed. She was jobless with a dependent child, and she had described her failure as liberating, allowing her to focus on writing. Yeah, she, she was wow. able to, you know, come out of the depths and become one of the most successful people. You know ever. what happened, Nick? She got her jam back. She's like Gary <laughs> Lauer. Yeah, she, she lost her teeth in yeah. a horrible accident. <laughs> and then she got her. Once jam she got back. him back, turned her life Gary around, just like Gary Lauer. Gary Lauer. <laughs> uh, she, she's fifty-four today. Right. Wesley Snipes is 57. He's, has he done anything in He's a while? been doing some stuff, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, okay. the, the the big news, though, is uh, I, I wonder if they're going to have him appear in the new 
Blade, Blade movies that Marvel has announced because I thought he did a great job as Blade. Some kind of cameo at yeah. least, wouldn't you think? Um, so 57 years Gus old Gus Blade. <laughs> and one of my very good friends celebrates his 44th birthday today, the skipper, Gabe Kapler. Oh, yeah. Oh, you guys are pals. It's been a while since we've had a catch, but, you know, <laughs> I think if we got together, we'd, we'd pick right back up where we left off. Do you think if he just, if he just sort of... You know, hunkers down a little bit and pulls in tight. Will his beard start going quicker because he's got one of those yeah. super defined beards? Right, maybe like a GI Joe beard. Yeah, no, you're right. It's very yeah. tight. Yep, exactly. everything on that guy is defined and chiseled. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. His teeth are chiseled. His, I mean, but even his 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 personality and it's all refined. Yeah, yeah. He's he's very never seems indecisive. No, exactly. Yeah, he's he's spot on every time. What a what a man. I love yeah. when we have Let's him make on. love to him, Preston. What a man. <laughs> you, me, and him. <laughs> when we had him on, can I join in or just watch or something? I'll, you know, from the corner. Absolutely. Oh, Thank you. God. Yeah, Nick, you'll be our cuck. That's cool. <laughs> our um, when you look at him, he's so big, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> when he came on. Uh, Don't you wish you could have this? Uh, yeah, totally. When he came on at spring training, uh, spring training, we were sort of wrapping up the interview, and he's like, I, I want to talk about music with you guys. Yeah. And we just continued the conversation for another 15 minutes because he's a fan of MMR. He loves rock. He's, you yep. know, he's a great dude. Yep. Happy birthday, Gabe. 44 years old today. All right, we'll see if we can get an answer to this stupid question. You guys want to answer it out there? Go ahead. Okay, so... Uh, <laughs> The film Jingle All the Way. I just heard him uh, very loudly. I didn't know what that was. It's okay. Right. You Go ca- ahead. You call I'm, him I'm ready for you, bro. Okay. All right. So the film Jingle All the Way was inspired by the Christmas craze for what toy that was extremely popular in 1983? And I'm going to go to Matt, see if he knows the answer. Hey, Matt, how you doing? Good. How you guys, how you guys doing? Good, buddy. Matt, so what toy are we talking about that uh, was the inspiration for Jingle All the Way? thought it was Benoit balls, but I'm going to yeah. go with Cabbage Patch Kids. Oh. You know, it's a good thing you went with your second guess, because that's correct. Yep. Hang on a second. Benoit balls would have made that such a good movie. And they were pretty hot in 83. They so, were. Uh, they just come on the market. Hang on a second. Matt, we're going to get your information. We are going to give you a four-pack of tickets to Six Flags Great Adventure. Don't let summer slip away. Visit Six Flags Great Adventure with heart-pounding coasters to a safari <laughs> off-road adventure, plus test your courage on the new one Woman Lasso of Truth, world's tallest pendulum ride. You can go big and go Six Flags. So we have a bunch of stuff to get to. I have a question for you. Steve. Lay it on me. Should I get into the Bachelorette stuff here uh, in a little bit, or we can? We, we did can, it as a separate segment. We can parse it out here if you are want. We, are we going to become that show that 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 does the Bachelorette it, stuff, and then we're going to have to start watching it? No, no, no it's, over. it's I over. I know, I know, I know. No, listen. The only reason that I, I bring it up is I actually watched a little bit of this. <laughs> oh and, no, and, yeah, and it yeah. was. Hilarious. <laughs> this, is, this is where it starts. It's a slippery slope, guys. Uh, Careful. No, I think, no, we'll I think we've been pulled back. I think uh, we haven't gone totally over the cliff. Hey, let's, um, you want to do it here? Sure. Yeah, let's yeah, do it here. I think so. Because right. so uh, I watched a little bit of it as, as well uh, uh, last night. I felt filthy. I felt like a prostitute, but I watched it. I was laughing the whole time. Oh. I actually looked over at one point, and my wife had tears in her eyes. <laughs> oh, my oh, God. No, before, really? Yes, the, the romance and the emotion that was happening. Oh, and no. I was just, I was giggling. You just don't understand why I like this show so much. So, Hannah Brown accepted a proposal from Jed Wyatt during the finale, but... Their love story took a turn. It took a turn for the worst, gang. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, Hannah first said a heartbreaking goodbye to runner-up Tyler Cameron. She ordered her car to stop and let her out en route to the split as she reasoned that she could not go through with it. I can't. 
You're so wonderful. Once she gathered her composure, she proceeded and admitted to Tyler that uh, she was in love with Jed. We have audio of this. Okay, I want... Yeah. Sorry, I keep going between my Hannah B and me. <laughs> Hannah uh, B and me, that's my new show. All right, so... Uh, which one do we want this here? This is Tyler proposing, but Hannah stops him. This is yes. uh, clip number one. Here oh. we go. The first moment I got to hold you and dance with you. And he's going on and on and on, <laughs> and she stops him. Yeah, mm-hmm. shut up. And have you in my arms on our first date. Tyler. 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 I am so lucky to be loved by you. And when I told you I was falling in love with you, I mean it. I love someone else. So oh dissect God. that sentence. When I told you I was falling in love with you. I meant it. And I love someone else, too. I'm so lucky we're in a moving car. Uh, <laughs> wait, but did she really say, when I said that, I meant I'm in love with somebody else? else? She is uh, like an onion. She has many layers. Nick, and, <laughs> okay. and she's loving multiple people at once. Yeah. By the way, this is one of three people she loves. Okay. Because um, the, the, uh, Peter was the guy she let go yesterday, uh-huh. and which reduced it now down to Jed and Tyler. Okay. And uh, and um, uh, Jed will be the lucky. Res- well, you you got clips. Bam. I don't want to give it away, well, Preston. Yeah, well, we're going to give it away, Steve. All right. Uh, so all right. So Jed popped the question. All right. We got the clip here. Yeah. Now this is the dummy who who has <laughs> who is a uh, up and coming musician, and oh to this God. point, the only thing he has sold is a dog food jingle. Hey, uh, that's uh, that's an accomplishment. That's so, you know, it's not even a good dog food jingle. So what we don't have, and and I'm kind of glad you don't, is he. Sang her a song yeah. with his oh, guitar. No. I, he comes walking up with a guitar, and I'm sitting there going, "No, no, no, no! Well, don't do this." Don't do it. Is it anywhere as good as Springtime Flowers Bloom or no? It's uh, well, it's, it's better than it's that. better. I mean, okay. it's 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 decent. The guy can play the guitar, and he's got an okay voice. But I was just like, "Oh no, don't but that's, do this!" Since the beginning, I think the second he got out of the limo, the uh, he was you know. I'm, I'm an up-and-coming singer. I thought this would be a good opportunity. And she's an idiot for going along with it, Yeah, here's knowing the, this is the deal. Here's him popping the question. Hannah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Will you marry me? That's it? That's it. That's, here's a guy who composes songs. <laughs> well, uh, maybe leading up to that, I think there was a big preamble yeah. to it. Well, yeah, yeah. Here's here's uh, her answer, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Listen, listen to the music. Oh, I know. Steve, the music. So I key in on stuff like that. Oh, I, God. I love that. And and they'll, they'll begin by trying to uh, have a facial expression yeah. or a camera angle that makes you think that things are going to go sour. And the music is mood playing right. into that as well. And then it takes a turn and everything goes from a minor key to a major key. key. And then the, it's it's all what it's springtime flowers bloom. Yep. yep. Is yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But <laughs> Steve, without that music, what does that proposal sound like? <laughs> exactly. And then yes. All right, so uh, she had called him Mr. Right. She, uh, now, there, Mr. Right now. When do we get to the controversy here? Clip Uh, number three. Uh, Yeah. yeah. Jed's involved with someone else. Yes. Oh. So he he broke off in a relationship right before he got the call from the Bachelorette uh, producers. And uh, People Magazine ran an extensive article on it and... 
So obviously the show stopped taping a while ago because they have to edit everything together. She read the article <laughs> and realized she didn't like what she was reading. And apparently he had uh, he was this girl whose name was Haley Stevens. He was that was his girlfriend before on the show. Yeah, before up, he went on the show up to like days before. Yeah, and, they were on a romantic vacation. And together. essentially he was just going to go do this show and then come back to her. Yes, yeah, that's the gist of it. But so. it's in love. Yeah, love. The second night after we got engaged, Jed tells me that. He had been hanging out with this girl before he left to come on the show. And I was like, when was this? And I remember him saying, a week before the show. This and I was like, okay, so you broke it off. He said, yes. I tried to let that go. And then a few weeks later, I get news that there was a People magazine article that was out. And I start reading it. And it was not the same story that I was told. Listen to the way she she sort of, you know, shorts every word. So I was written a nice and a her. <laughs> and an article in my car. Uh-huh. Up board. All right. She's just doing that, that I, what is it, quasi-southern, quasi-valley girl thing? Yeah. It's just so annoying. Yeah. So, and the vocal fry is crazy. So they decide to, uh, she decides to break it off. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. she, uh, do we have that as well? Yeah, I believe she so. makes the announcement. Yep, here we go. Oh, wait, is this set? This is a Chris Harrison asking what the status of the relationship is. Where does your relationship stand now? Um, I am not with Jed anymore. The engagement's over. We're not over. together. Over. It's just, yeah. that's not what I said yes to. I, not, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, so uh, she decided to go. The uh, they brought Tyler, the other dude, back out. The, 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 the guy, runner up, yeah, who she basically pushed out of a moving limo. <laughs> yeah. Who suddenly, who now suddenly, she loves him? yeah, okay. Yeah, guess what? Yep. Now I like you, and so they make a decision that they're going to uh, pursue this. Yeah. So she admitted that she still had feelings for him and wondered if he would go out for a drink with her, and he agreed to see where it goes. So basically, so everything best. you saw was a complete <laughs> yes. waste of time. Yes. It basically boils down to a it. date, one it. date for drinks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But they love each other. Uh, and I kept saying, you know, as I'm watching my wife, who's, who's just getting into it, and, yeah. and fine, that's that's great. Yeah. I don't fault her for that at all. But I just kept going, it's a TV show. <laughs> it's a TV show. Mm-hmm. Well, I was telling you they have to set the bar more <laughs> and more now, higher or lower, depending upon your take on the thing. Because once you had that case where they had that video where the the bachelor was walking around trying to explain to the one girl he dumped that he made a mistake. Oh, yeah. That reset everything. There's no way you could follow up with the traditional bachelor mm-hmm. or bachelorette after that. You've got to have something really kind of... Like this. I, I would love to go back. So so the guy, Jed, who popped the question, the singer who ended up, you know, I would love to see throughout the series when he's talking to the camera and saying, you know, I'm really just looking to find someone that I can fall in love with yeah. and all this. And at the end of this going, well, I really did this for my career because I figured it would boost my visibility a little bit. Right, you know, right. That's really what I was doing. But so. if, you, if you're trying to pay, paint yourself as sort of a, a uh, an emotional, in-touch singer-songwriter, and this is the way you treat this girl, it's not going to really work for you. Oh. Yeah. We have his jingle. Marissa, ah, Marissa just sent over his dog food jingle. Here we go. <laughs> All right, here we go. Rain or shine, kind of love like nothing you've seen before. No. What? This is for dog food? It's for dog food. Okay. okay. And the dog is waiting. The dog's what? The dog's waiting for the master to come home. 
Okay. And right. it's a high quality dog food. Okay. Is the dog wearing something sexy? Sexy. Or... Luxury, yeah. <laughs> and it has a, uh, a dildo in one paw. Okay. <laughs> the dog really does deserve the best. Go pick him up some better balls. You know, and the thing, uh, it's beautiful. Okay, so here's the deal. And, and he, his reason for doing the commercial is... Real, because this is the food that he's been eating at home <laughs> himself. Because the career's not going well. Man, I love this stuff. You put it on some bread, it's delicious. <laughs> All right, well, there you go, folks. Another one in the books. So... I wonder what they'll do. For, usually, don't they take uh, one of the bachelors? And they would have taken Tyler, but not this. No, because he's. They would have normally. They would have. They're going to take. Peter. I'll bet. No, yeah. I bet you they take, take the Jed. I'll, no, I'll bet you they take the stalker dude. Oh, that loon. Yeah. Really? Really Luke, making Luke, a story, Luke, right? I guess so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was the third. He was the guy that came back That's and Peter. was upset that she had banged nine guys in a windmill. I. You know what? I'm really embarrassed that I know this much about <laughs> it. I just realized that. <laughs> I love yeah. this show. I love it. All right. Well, anyhow, it's over, and uh, they'll do some kind well, of a follow-up. Preston, maybe you can do a, a Bachelor blog on the, uh, <laughs> on the website. They always want us to do all this additional stuff. Oh, wouldn't that be great? Yeah. All right. Well, I have some other things to get to, so we will move along from that and on to Jessica Alba. Uh, the actress and Honest Company founder's Instagram has been hacked just days after her Twitter account was taken over. And it definitely was. Did you hear some of the outrageous it's, things? It's completely racist, <laughs> weird stuff. Yeah, yeah, her account normally features photos with celebrity pals, parenting pics, or honest company plugs. Organic on, diapers. But on Tuesday morning, her Instagram was dominated by support for rapper YNW Melly, <laughs> who's facing a double homicide charge <laughs> oh, in Florida. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the hacker... Jessica oh, Alba likes this guy. Also posted to her 16 million plus followers, and I quote... Nazi Germany is innocent no matter what y'all say. I swear to God. If you're going to hack someone's website with the intention of sounding like the person. You need to have a little bit of possibility in there, too. So the messages were taken down by Alba's team, but fans screenshotted some. Over the weekend, her Twitter account was filled with uh, uh, all kinds of nasty stuff as well. One said, listen to this, police sirens in the distance again. When will N-Words stop committing crimes so I can get some effing sleep? Jessica Alba. Yeah, yeah. Isn't Jessica Alba biracial? Uh, I, I'm not really I, sure. Yeah. And then another one offered $50,000 to kill handicapped <laughs> homosexuals. Oh. <laughs> that just doesn't sound like Jessica that Alba. That just doesn't sound like no. the Honest Company co-founder to me. That to me is more like a Kourtney Kardashian. You know? So, uh, uh, how easy is it to hack someone's... It's a good question. I'm not really sure, but it it happens on occasion, and uh, that one definitely was hacked. Uh, Sarah Jessica Parker is preparing to debut her own line of wines in collaboration with the New Zealand-based In Vivo and Company. And they say this wine is really good because uh, the horse hooves really crush the grapes a lot more thoroughly. Uh, Oh, so they have horses uh, do that. Okay, Parker... Teased her wines on social media. The first bow will be uh, Sauvignon Blanc and then mm. Rosé. So uh, how many celebrities are making real deal cash? A lot of them. So there's, uh, I have a list of them here. Dan yeah. Aykroyd, Antonio Banderas, Drew Barrymore, Mick Fleetwood, Fergie, Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie, John Legend, Madonna, Vince Neal. But do we know any of their wines? Or you know which one I, when I drink is uh, Dave Matthews wine. The what, what Dreaming it? Tree, it's really good. Okay. 
uh, Jason Priestley, Ramona Singer, and Sting. And then, of course, you have the Coppola and, uh, and even uh, Warren Tezuin. <laughs> Warren no. Ta- Ripple. Yeah, we're making wine and all that stuff. <laughs> rock and rolling and stomping grapes. Uh, Audio Entertainment presents Warren. Yeah, we like to rock and roll. We like wine and berry spirits, <laughs> distilleries. We love all that, man. We do a lot of other things, too. Like make wine. <laughs> make wine, stomp grapes, going to the vineyard, picking grapes. Uh, Maynard James Keenan has a very successful he does. Uh, line of yeah. our vineyards. Yeah. Uh, which the Coppola wine, I think I told you guys this or not, but, but recently, within like the last year or so, I remember looking at a bottle of the director's cut and I went oh, oh. <laughs> she just made the connection that it was Francis Ford Coppola oh no way I, like, I get it that's, that's so funny. brilliant but he himself has pointed out that the wine uh, has uh, long ago eclipsed all the money that he's yeah. made in the movie industry by factors well, of like they 10. have they have wineries they have resorts oh, yeah. now like, and it's they have crazy a, a Godfather museum at the original vineyard mm. uh, with the director's cut Kathy I was driving down the shore and I drove past a store called Ships Ahoy and I go, oh, Chips Ahoy. Oh, my God. I, <laughs> I <just> ne- <laughs> 44 years old, bro. Oh, nice. Say it sometimes. It, happens, it just man. doesn't click. Oh, my uh-huh. God. Chips <laughs> Ahoy. I get it. <laughs> I love it. All right. So, anyhow, uh, the line, uh, which has been dubbed uh, In Vivo X, will debut in September. This is uh, Sarah Jessica Parker's. Uh, and X marks the drop, it's she made. wrote. Oh, okay. It's proud made. proud to reveal and, and introduce uh, In Vivo X SJP Sauvignon Blanc. Uh, first samples just arrived in New York City from the famous Sauvignon Blanc Marlboro region in New Zealand. Huh. I've popped the cork and am now even more excited for its September worldwide launch. Well, she has a whole bunch of um, very... Uh Upper crusty New York friends like Anna Wintour and all that yeah. stuff. So I'm, I'm sure she'll get traction. Well, I I like most wines that come out of New Zealand. So mm-hmm. I might have to try this horse's wine. The <laughs> it's called feed furlong horse wine. <laughs> <Yeah>. Furlong. <laughs> so the wine is made from grapes blended from five different estates in Marlboro, a region famous for its Sauvignon Blanc and cigarettes. Uh, the name of the line X S V P is a nod to her email sign off. Uh, she okay. hand-painted the label design as well. Uh, the rosé will it's hail a... from the south of France and will land in 2020, yes? It's an X. <laughs> she yeah. hand-painted that. She, wow. hand-painted. she went like this. Yeah. Done. No, she, they, they just put the paintbrush in the horseshoe. <laughs> and had All right, step how much on is the... two and two? Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. With just a year left, in his contract at CBS, James Corden is opening up about his past, present, and future in entertainment. Uh, the 40-year-old Late Late Show host tells British GQ for the September issue, The day might come, and I might not be brave enough. I've got to try to make pace with this idea that if I walk away from the show, there's a chance I become a question on Jeopardy, one that people will struggle to answer. Uh, he also admits that he's grappling with the public's perception of him versus the reality. He said, I understand the version of me that people want to meet, and I'll give them that, and that's all right, he said, because it's actually harder. It's more work to be rude and abrupt, and I don't want to be that do-you-mind person. So how long? He came along kind of late. His star rose. He was already doing stuff on Broadway. Yeah. He was always already like a variety a performer. Uh, so for the longest time, uh, this is uh, Colbert's show was not doing well for CBS, and the big rumor was that they were going to switch him, that Corden right. was going to take over the late nights. Right now Colbert's number one at 1130. But, um, yeah, I don't know. 
He's so he's likable. Got a good, he is so likable. There's nothing about that guy I don't like. Yeah. You know? The thing is, I, I just, the the part that I can't, re- I, and I don't really know how to put a finger on it, but. His racist Instagram account? No, 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 because I think that was hacked, Steve. Oh, it was hacked, no, okay. Is, is that he is more talented or just as talented as the guest that he has on the show. Right. Where and you don't like that. Well, it, it, to me, I mean, it's just it just seems a little bit weird. Like, you know, like David Letterman, for instance, you know, he didn't have a talent of being able to sing and dance and act and all that sort of stuff. And, and Corden does. So, like, well, he does. But you know what? He's a great interviewer, too, though. He allows the guests to shine, I think. He, he, he doesn't upstage them, I don't know. No, think. they oh, set up dynamics that work. Are you saying, like, in the in the uh, the car karaoke thing that it's because he sings harmony with them and stuff like that? What are you saying, man? Them? Yeah, what are you saying? I, to me, it's just, it seems like he's more suited to be a guest on his own show than a host on his own Do you think he'll show. do that? You think he would have a hostless show where he's the eternal guest. <laughs> but I he's a talented know. guy, and uh, he also discusses uh, his unconventional Hollywood looks and how grateful he is for being given the opportunity to show his worth. He said, I was learning that if you looked like me, people reckon that you were about right for playing a news agent in a Hugh Grant movie. He could step out of that comfort zone. I'd like to see him cast as John Wayne Gacy. Okay. Is he, is he, he's in the movie Cats, right? That yes, old, he is. Uh, did, did you, did you see, see the trailer? It it looks dumb. So, so Preston, they've they've I guess they're using some sort of CGI technology or whatever, and they've uh, it's it's a little weird looking the way the cats look. When is this coming out? Um, soon. Yeah, okay. all all of this stuff hit while you were uh, while we were on vacation, oh. so you probably didn't see the big hubbub. No, uh, I, I think it it wasn't. Mm, it, Okay. There, there wasn't even mixed reviews. People we're, were like, yeah. dude, this looks terrible. We're watching it now. No, it's it's kind of like what they did with Avatar. They've uh, they've made them into creatures, uh, yeah. like human cat creatures, which is kind of weird looking. But It's wild to see Dame Judi Dench hunched over in a big box, Licking taking a dump. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Comes out just, I mean, that regal actress yeah. spraying against the wall. Because <laughs> <laughs> they, they obviously had to rig some sort of pneumatic sort of pump. Right. right. <laughs> That was yeah, yeah. That was that wasn't CGI. And, and when it suits directly behind me, uh, slightly askew, Judy. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> Comes <laughs> out around Christmas time. It, it, Ian McKellen's in it. James Corden, like we mentioned, Taylor Ian Swift. McKellen? Yeah, Id- yeah, Idris Elba's in it. <laughs> Michael Rebel Wilson. Madsen. Michael Madsen is not in it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a kitty cat. Meow. Rebel Wilson, Taylor Swift is in it. Yeah. Did you know that Rebel Wilson in her home country, in her homeland, is a lawyer? No. She has a law degree? She has a law degree. Oh, Are you her. sure? Positive. Or at least that's what she said I think in an your interview. Instagram account was hacked. <laughs> no. Uh, okay. Let's see if we can verify <laughs> that. But uh, that's interesting. Well, good on her. Man. To watch these great actors and actresses urinate in a huge box would <laughs> Is worth the price of admission. I would think so. Uh, by the way, he said uh, nobody was about to pull a seat out at the table and say, come and sit down. I was going to have to get this table and budge people up. What does that mean? I have no idea. I have no means. idea. But anyhow, that's James <laughs> Corden talking about he's not your standard Hollywood <laughs> type. Nick, does it say anything about her yeah. having a law degree? She does, in fact, have a law degree. Wow. And uh, this is an interesting fact. She's from Australia. It says here she has an Australian accent. <laughs> well, <laughs> yes. Huh. Uh, All right, let's get to some gossip here. Ashley Olsen was spotted sporting a sparkler on her ring finger while out and about with her boyfriend, Louis Eisner. She was spotted spotted sporting a sparkler? Spotted sporting a sparkler. And he's what, 78? Uh, Yeah, he's the older guy, right? Uh, The Full House alum. I said that. (laughs) 
another cigarette. The Full House alum and Elizabeth and James clothing designer have been dating. Uh, they've been dating for two years. This, it looks, it's so troubling. It's Anytime so there's a weird. picture of them together, it looks like she's been abducted. Yep. It's just, uh, and, and he looks like a pervert. No, this guy's not that. Oh, it's not him? No, no, no. Oh, I he's guess. 33. Uh, no, she's 33. Oh, she's 33. He's actually 31. What? Yeah, no. so I when guess... Did, the, did she drop the uh, the octogenarian? Then that must well, have been another design. Her sister, Mary Kate, Mary Kate was with, is with uh, Oliver Sarkozy, or Olivier Sarkozy, who's the like the half-brother of the former president of France. Uh, He's much older, and then Ashley did have an older boyfriend, but that's not oh, happening that's anymore. Okay. Yeah, so she's with this Louis Eisner guy, and he's 31. I want to see a picture of him. So... My guess is he smokes. Speaking of Olsen engagements, a source tells people that, the, uh, that Marvel actress Elizabeth Olsen is most certainly engaged to Milo Green, frontman Robbie Arnett, uh, after three years of dating. Who? Right, I don't so, know. All right, so I Milo guess he's in Green, a band called Milo Green. Is is he? Who's um? Who's the? Who's Arrow? What's that guy's name? Oh, the actor. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, sure. uh, Stephen um, Amell. That's Amel. it. Okay. Yes. That was one. Never mind then. She's uh, uh, she's, she's engaged to Arrow. <laughs> No, but you said Robbie Arnett, and I'm like, well, I wonder if he's... Uh, oh, okay. If he's Arrow. <laughs> no, if he's related to Arrow, but they had different last names. That's why I said move on. I'd like on. to speak with Elizabeth Olsen, please. Is your new fiancé related to Arrow? Okay. I didn't like how her character in the Marvel movie just lost an accent from one movie to the next. They tr- they they tra- they softened it yes. a mm-hmm. bit. You're right. Uh, I, I agree. I did notice that. All right. Here's uh, another interesting story. Bruce Lee's daughter, Shannon Lee, yes. is taking issue with the depiction of her late father in Quentin Tarantino's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. <laughs> uh, in one scene, now you've seen it, Casey, yeah. so I guess that's why you're laughing. It's in, a great scene. In one scene, Lee and stuntman Cliff Booth, who is Brad Pitt, get into a fight on a set in Hollywood. And she said, I understand they want to make uh, the Brad Pitt character a super badass who could beat up Bruce Lee, uh, but they didn't need to treat him in the way that white Hollywood did when he was alive. So do, is it disparaging? Uh-huh. I, I saw no. there's a scene where okay. uh, I, I know that Bruce Lee is saying, you know, if I kill this man with my hands, it's a, it's a crime because it's a crime. Yeah, it's called manslaughter. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's a crime so if anybody kills anybody uh, in a is fight. Is it disparaging at all? No. Okay. Listen, it's funny. Okay. It is a it is a fun funny scene. I didn't walk away from that movie going, man, that Bruce Lee is a total uh, dick. We had the chance to ask his son. We had Getty on a while ago. Right? <laughs> They're not related. What are you talking about? I'm like, wait a minute, Brandon Lee's dead. What, what are you talking um, about? Son of Bruce. Bruce Lee. Uh, and, and Brad Pitt's character it, it is a it is a complex character. Um, and, and that scene in particular, I just, I really loved. It was funny. I, so, I, I want to see I, the movie. Yeah, I, yeah. I think from just what appears to be great on-screen chemistry between uh, DiCaprio and Pitt. Yeah. And would you, is that the case? Do yeah. they, they're great on-screen together? They, they really are. Uh, how's they, Pacino? Uh He's only in it a, a few okay. times, but but he's good in it. But uh, you know, he, he talks. You know, Bruce Lee. He plays Jackie Chan. <laughs> he does not. But Bruce Lee talks about how his hands are registered weapons, right? Yeah. And then he goes into that whole thing, like if I kill a man in a fight, I will go to jail. <laughs> and you know, I I have heard this lore time and time again. Right. And then Brad Pitt's like, yeah. 
if anybody kills somebody in a fight, they're going to go to jail. It's called manslaughter. And I'm like, that makes sense. That totally makes sense. I love that line. I love that line. By the way, Casey, backing up to the uh, the arrow thing. <laughs> yes. Uh, somebody said you were thinking of Robbie Amell, who was on the first season of The Flash, maybe, because that name Amell is similar to Arnett, and maybe you. Mm. Oh, maybe you're right. Yes. See, we. Thank, All right. Thank God for the listeners. One last story. It looks like the Zoe 101 reboot is going to happen. Wow. That was from, uh, that was on Nickelodeon, right? Zoe 101? That's the Victoria Justice, right? Wasn't she? No, in no, 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 no. Mm. Jamie Lynn C- uh, uh, Spears, uh, oh. Britney's sister. Okay. Uh, so, no, Victorious is what you're thinking of. Which what, was she also, was not, that she was, was also... not in that show as well? I don't think so. Huh. Zoe 101? I don't know. It's an older show. I remember she, she, so, so, all right, all right. <laughs> you guys now, don't remember this? Jamie Lynn Spears. I do, absolutely. Britney she, Spears' sister. And, Vic, and they, we, they were going to try to, that was going to be the, you know, the springboard to her career. But she got pregnant. Yes. And yeah. that killed the Teen series. Pregnancy. This yep. was also prior to really me having kids that would be into watching this. Like, uh, uh, all right. You know Victoria I mean? Justice yeah. was also on that show. Hey, okay. she on that show? She okay. was on Zoe 101. There, there you go. go. Yeah. And I know that she was on Arrow. Uh, no. no. <laughs> the show creator Dan Schneider recently. Oh, oh, Ricky. Yeah, that guy. From Better Off Dead. He's created all of those Oh, shows. yeah, that's right. He's I created, forgot he was the guy behind all that. He's stuff. like, he is the um, the producer extraordinaire over yeah. there for Ted, all these shows. Head of the class, too, right? Yeah. He's yeah. on that show, yeah. He recently got the cast together and posted the shot, which included almost everyone save Jamie Lynn Spears, who was in Atlanta at the time. So they're going to reboot that. <laughs> I always thought she was very cute, Jamie Lynn Spears. Yeah. Right, Ricky. <laughs> <laughs> Don't upset me. <laughs> Ever. All right, let's do the next clip. Wait, this is the first clip. What the hell am I talking about? It is the next one. It's the first one. By the way, Nick's right, Ricky. was a clip. (laughs) If I may, uh, Preston, this is Wednesday after our vacation. Uh, So you're going to hear some golden radio today. After five seasons, Jay and the Virgin is finally coming to a close. And here, Justin uh, Baldani discusses the difficulty of overcoming being typecasted to deal with serious topics on the show. Here we go. It's easy in Hollywood to fit into the, you know, you get stuck in the box. I mean, as men, we get stuck in the man box. And in Hollywood, you get stuck in whatever box. It's like, oh, you look like this, so therefore, that's who you are. And then oftentimes, you can't get out of it. And if you are an ethnicity or a minority, then generally, you're just stuck there forever. Shut the f*** up! Uh, Is that a real picture of this guy, Nick? Yeah. Jesus, he's cut up. Yeah. Uh There's a picture of him on the show with his shirt off, and he looks like a bodybuilder. All right, so Jane the Virgin. What's con- he complaining about? Concludes tonight, 8 p.m. on the CW. Well, he's stuck in the man box. He's stuck in a box. <laughs> All right, let's do the next clip. The Letdown is an Australian comedy that takes a comedic look into the struggles of being a new mother. In huh. this clip, Alison Bell discusses what inspired the concept of the show. It actually came from uh, my amazing collaborator, Sarah Scheller. She had had two children, and she said to me one day, I think I'd love to, to make a comedy set in a parents' group because her, her experience of it was extremely fraught, and she only stayed for a short while, but she said it was crazy, the people I met in this, and the, and the outpouring of emotion and the drama, you know, in this group. Shut the f*** up, huh? Season two of The Letdown is now streaming on Netflix, and uh, that's what I got for you today. It's rare is this situation where one of these shows is actually a show any of us watch in in the clips. Yeah. There's so many freaking shows out there. And for the most part, I've never heard of them. (laughs) 
Uh, so, <laughs> Which know. adds a sort of poignancy to it the whole does. delivery. It does. <laughs> hey, we have a secret text for a chance for you to win tickets to the Burger Brawl uh, 2019. And uh, it's going to be at the Navy Yard this year. Text the word secret to 39333. Two different ways to win. I think you know by now how that works. Going live on Fox. Good day. A few other things taking place. We're going to take a break and come back in a moment. Stay with us on the drive-in, please. Best burger in all of Philadelphia. Taste for yourself at this year's Burger Brawl in a brand new spot. Round one. Join 93.3 WMMR at the Navy Yard Sunday, September 15th and enjoy unlimited bites of burgers from the city's top restaurants. Proceeds benefit the Fund for the School District of Philadelphia, a nonprofit supporting school literacy programs through technology. Tickets on sale now. Get complete details and all the ingredients for a great day at WMMR.com. Burger Brawl 2019. Let's go a few rounds. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Excuse me, Ricky. <laughs> Ricky, I did see what you were doing. It felt good, didn't it? Uh, Faye Dunaway. Faye Dunaway. That's who it was That's it, yes. So, You're you thinking of the movie Gator Press, and that had Lauren Hutton yep. in it. With uh, Burt Reynolds. <laughs> I remember that, yeah. All right, anyhow, uh, I saw this interesting article. Very interesting article. And I'm curious as to what you guys... Might think about this because it's starting to catch some steam. Uh, Halloween, obviously, October 31st. Believe it or not, some people like Steve are probably already starting to think about well, that. By oh, the way, oh, I have already purchased. I've already ordered some new decorations. Well, and the stores are stocking now. Yep. The shelves have all of the fall and starting to put some Halloween stuff on oh the shelves. Oh, my God. It's out, time right? to get ready for your fall activities, yes, Kathy. Yes, yes. Send, send me anything you have. Kathy, you know, something about a, a, a profound heat wave that just makes you think about Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, a, a trade group focused on the Halloween industry is pushing hard to change the date of October 31st and is getting pretty close to a milestone achieved to achieve that. When I originally pulled this story aside, which I think was on Sunday, a petition on change.org had gathered more than 70,000 signatures and now has more than 102,000. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump in here because, I, you know, I just adore Halloween. I love it, I love it, I love it, and I'm, I've always been a, a massive purist on it, but as I'm going back and forth and hearing both sides, I'm surprised to find myself thinking, huh, maybe there's a side to this shifting it to Saturday. Well, argument. this is what they want to do. They yeah. want to move it to the last Saturday in October. Yeah. So it actually, so then that would mean this year it would be before uh, Halloween. I'm yeah. I'm surprised. Is that what it is? It would yeah, be, always it, be before Halloween. It would be before uh, October 31st. Well, every now yeah. and then it would yeah. fall on October. Right, 31st, right. So yes. and this year it's not that bad. It's on a Thursday. Okay, so yeah. that's not as bad. But when, remember like, when it was on a Monday? It, just, it, oh, it sucks. sucks. It just it. Yes, I am. I'm 100 percent behind this, and I'm I'm almost. I'm getting close. I really don't care about Halloween at all anymore, except for my kids, and they're getting close to age out of it. When they age out of it, I right. don't care anymore. It's just not my thing. So, yeah, and I get that it's a big deal, oh, and, and it's and, my and thing. Some people love it, but. If it were on a Saturday, oh my God, it'd be so much easier for everybody, everybody. would it not? Yeah. <laughs> it, to me, this is this is just funny that that this is an actual argument when the Super Bowl needs to be moved to a Saturday. No, I, I, agree. I agree with right. that. Why are you bringing, yeah. are you bringing so, that up now? So take all of all of this energy about Halloween and please. Put it towards moving the Super Bowl to now, Saturday. Well, this might actually nudge that. If something like this were to happen, yeah. it might actually go, you know what else? 
Well, Super Bowl. That Preston put Halloween on the Super Bowl day. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right? See, I, I always would, make it a. F- yes. I, the Halloween and the Super Bowl on the same day. I How went to, awesome. Yeah, I went to Catholic school. We always had off the day after Halloween, it's All Saints Day. So I never. Oh, so you didn't have to do the whole uh, go to school. After uh-huh. that, but that's the problem. Like yeah. some neighborhoods started to do this, and I think that's where it's coming from, where other people are like, oh, wait a minute. People yeah. are moving it to Saturday so that the kids can enjoy it, the parents can enjoy it. You can let them, you know, go out as long as they want and not have to rush them home to get to bed, at least when you have little kids. It yeah. has nothing to do with the so kids. Not even with the kids. Yeah. Even uh, if you stop and think about the businesses, the businesses are all throwing their big Halloween parties the Saturday before anyway. Yeah. That's the way it goes. Yeah. The weekend before, the Friday, Saturday uh, that weekend is where they're going to make their big money, their big Halloween contests, and that's it. If you uh, get but it. then that might screw it up because yeah. somebody like me, I'm not going to go to those events. Then I'm going to be. But you at wouldn't home go anyway. Trick or treating. Uh-huh. Well, no, like Shamaween, we go to that oh, yeah. every year. That would be something that I wouldn't be able to go to if I, you know, if Halloween was celebrated on Saturday. So where do you stand on this? Uh, I I like moving it and not having to send them to school the next day. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, for me... And listen, we go to work. We get up at 4 o'clock in the morning to go to work. And so, even staying up till 10 o'clock, I don't like doing. Yeah. Yeah. My yeah. Halloween stuff is up and full. Well, you saw my setup last year. Yeah, it was uh, great. Yeah, so th- that'll be up by the last week in September. I suck every bit of Halloween out of it. I, I, but I'm, I... I I was always... I was very militant purist. You gotta have it on the day that Halloween falls on. But... If it means kids getting out and having more fun and enjoying it a lot more, maybe there's something to be said for that. I think you're, you're, uh, the easier thing is to move an existing hol- uh, holiday to the day after Halloween. So you got Columbus Day, which is in early October. So just move Columbus Day after Halloween? How about Christmas move, move, right after Halloween? No, but move Columbus Day. Because, I mean, why is Columbus Day on? It's not even on a specific day. It's just on some yeah. random Monday in October. Why not just move Columbus Day to November 1st? Well, listen, then, we wait. know for a fact that Jesus was born on December 20th. Yeah. What, what does that have to do with this? I don't because, understand. Because, so, you know, people have, it's a it's a federal holiday. So, so people, people have, have off, People have saying. off from work. Kids have off from school. So there's no significance. Oh, so do Halloween the, the night before? So, so what? So, yeah. No. So, Halloween's going to want Hang on, hang on. Halloween stays on October 31st, and people still have off the next day. That, that, that seems weird. Yeah, but there's no significance to when There's got to be some okay. significance to the date. You're crazy, man. I mean, it's easy to do just just like Thanksgiving. We were used to that. It's the last Thursday in November. Same thing. Halloween, you the last Saturday. Insane. In in October, what? It's not the last Thursday in October in November. Oh no, it's not. Fourth. What? The four. It's the fourth Thursday yeah. in uh, November. Yeah, in November. So anyhow, yeah, yeah, but yeah. you know what? It floats. It's not always on we the same day. Mean. We can do the math. It's easy. You guys remember when they switched to like they made uh, Lincoln's birthday and Washington's birthday one day, and they made it President's Day? Yeah. No. Yeah. When did that happen? In the late eighties, early nineties. It used to be two different holidays. Some days you get both of them off, and then they just made one holiday out of it. They made it President's Day. But that was based huh. on history because they found out both Lincoln and Washington would go out and celebrate their birthdays together. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> hey. Hey, by the way, there's been uh, somebody is backing this up. Uh, Snickers. So uh, Mars Snickers. Mars Incorporated, who makes Snickers, uh, is going to give away one million Snickers bars for free if this successfully, if they change the data. Oh, wow. That is such a great market move. That's so smart. It is. Uh, so this is according to Josh Olkin, the brand director of Snickers. He said in the press release, Snickers in, uh, is 
all in on celebrating Halloween to the fullest. If the federal government makes this thing official, we're offering up to one million free Snickers to America. No tricks, only treats. So they have enough signatures right now, right, to get it actually considered. Yeah, there's 102,000 right. supporters. So, so. Um, right now, it's just behind Christmas and the amount of money spent on it. If you guarantee that you're going to have a good long run on a Saturday... Uh, where you're, and by the way, every there's no excuse. Everyone's home on a Saturday, so you can't do. It, it'd be harder to to kind of fly under the radar and shut your lights off and all that stuff. I mean, you can still do that, but the amount of candy purchased, the amount of trick or treating, I think would skip up substantially. Wouldn't you think so on yeah, a Saturday? I would think so. Yeah. So business wise, on that end, it would be a windfall for the uh, candy companies. Let me go to Jared. Hey, Jared. Good morning. Hey, sorry to bother you guys. It's all good, buddy. What's up? So Halloween, I mean, it's been a religious holiday for what? How many years? Forever since uh, last last year. No, no, it's <laughs> uh, no, yeah, no. I, I know it. It does obviously have religious import. But do you see any merit to this at all, Jared? I mean, not moving the holiday per se. You can keep the holiday the same day, but just move trick or treating. There's there's townships that move trick or treating to whatever day they want to anyway. So what's the point of moving the holiday if? Other people just going to so so what if so that we're all in in sync with it that it happens on the same night. What what know? if it's just phrased differently that you're, you're moving you're moving you know or that it's it's you're 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 taking Halloween as we understand the trick or treating part of it and putting it on the weekend and All Hallows Eve is where it always sits. Does that make sense to you? I mean I don't know. I mean look at look at Veterans Day. I mean it's always you know November 11th. That's never going to change. It's it's a holiday rooted in tradition. Yeah. Uh, okay. So you, you're going to you're, you're in the uh, don't want to see it column. No, I, I really don't. I, want okay. To okay. Thanks. I, mean, I appreciate it. Look, look, I, yep, have a good one. This is just me. I, <laughs> dates and tradition and all that stuff. I, I think it's silly uh, unless something actually occurred on that day and you want to mark that particular day. You could move Christmas. Jesus wasn't born on December 25th. It's when we celebrate that. You know what I mean? Yeah, but now it would be hard. But I know I know exactly. What you're saying. Really I would, I would be upset. I don't want to celebrate it in July. I know. But I, you know the the uh, um, actually they think Jesus was more than likely born in May, right? Yeah. Isn't that the um, the deal? Nobody but knows. Who knows? You what know? does it say on the birthday card? And the calendars have changed over the last thousand <laughs> right, years right, here right. and there. Mm-hmm. So you know we're not really hitting it on the exact day. It's okay, but this says, I mean, th- this campaign has nothing to do. With, uh, the kids are not even a blip on this. They don't matter at all. How can you say that? Because so much of this is predicated on the trick-or-treating. It's a substantial part of this. Yeah, and trick-or-treating is over by 8 o'clock. Done. It's done. Not not for me last year. It went about about 9. Yeah, Yeah. and then you get home and you go through all the food. And, you know, it can be an all-night thing. You have kids maybe... Spend the night if it happened on a Saturday night, and they stay up going through their candy. And, and listen, stuff, so. it's more fun for the parents when we can fill the wagon mm. with a cooler Boom. of exactly. beer. Exactly, <laughs> that's exactly it. And not have to go to work the next day. Yeah, yeah. we're all in this together. You know, <laughs> I don't think the kids would mind. Do you guys? No, 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 no. I don't like to send them to school the next day. No, it used to be. School. It used to be different when I was a kid. I would yeah. go home and I would start trick or treating the second I got home, like at three yeah. thirty in the afternoon. I wouldn't wait till it for it to get dark. That's ridiculous. Uh, let me go <laughs> to Chrissy. Hi, Chrissy. Good morning. Hey, you guys rock. Thank Woo! you. What's up, Chrissy? I just wanted to let um, you guys know. I definitely think that it should be moved for the kids, um, just for trick or treating and school the next day. 
But I wanted to tell Casey that we can't have Columbus Day on November 1st because that's All Saints Day, and then Catholic schools have off. So then what happens to the public school kids? So. Yeah, a lot of public schools don't celebrate Columbus Day anymore anyway. It's it's sort of a floating holiday. Some people get it. Some people don't. It's um, yeah. uh, Our company does not uh, celebrate Columbus Day, but our union does, so we get the day off. It's it's a weird holiday that not everybody gets. Yeah. Yeah. What about Easter? Move it right in after. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, there you go. So Thanks, they already Christy. have the candy, yeah, let's and you can just color it. Fourth of July to the day after Halloween, <laughs> I, and then everybody it, will have it, off. It can get a little crazy, but for me, it's just this this act, the celebration of Halloween as far as trick-or-treating yeah. and parties, which is not a part of the original deal anyway. It was sort of like right. a blood sacrifice. Right. Uh, so, so um, you know, and just in, within the, the, the Catholic uh, realm and, and the religious observation, it can stay exactly where it is, but the celebration in that form, that can move yeah. to a sat. Now, mind you, till about two months ago, I was resolutely no. But then I start to think of it. Yeah, I mean, on a I, you just said it. Trick Halloween on a Monday. It's a yeah. yeah. By the way, who are we talking about? Who makes this decision? Well, it's a. It's a I think it's the postmaster holiday. general. No, they're mm-hmm. they are they're sending the request to Donald Trump. Yeah, uh, the organizers. Ah, yeah, okay. so I guess he can he can make the call on it. I don't really I, know, or at least they put it up for consideration. Yeah, yeah I'm not sure how it exactly works. To be honest, uh, let me see here. I will go to Christina, who is opposed to it. Hi, Christina. Good morning. Hi. Good morning, Gazooks. Gazooks, what's up, Christina? First of all, this is absolutely ridiculous. I need all the all the snowflakes in the world to stop thinking they can just change everything. Why don't you just change yourself? Oh, don't snowflake. That's no, this shut is, up. My, my, my birthday is on Halloween, and I'm 34 years old. There's nothing wrong with going out trick-or-treating most of the time. I agree. It's over around 8 o'clock. If you've got smaller children, then you're the parent. Regulate it yourself. There's nothing wrong with staying out until 9, 30, 10 o'clock for little Johnny's soccer practice or baseball practice. Why don't we move that to weekends only, not during the week when it inferior with school and stuff like that. So you see, you like see, you you're see. the snowflake that doesn't want their birthdays uh, yeah. bothered. I mean, my birthday will never change. It'll always be the same. But I think it's absolutely ridiculous that people are just like, oh, you know what? I don't want to do this anymore. Let me just change it, and let me just get a whole bunch of people that agree with me to, and to you know, force other people to do things. Yeah, Why we should always just... do things exactly the same all the time. Not all the time. So Preston disagrees with you clearly, and you have your point. But I would say this. Is there any... Is there any aspect of this, like for the kids to enjoy it a little bit more, to have a little bit more um, ability for parents to oversee the kids' safety on, on the holiday, on the weekend? Does that make any sense to you? I mean, yeah, I guess I could see that. But I think it would be difficult for people that co-parent that have I- to that have to interchange on weekends and change their holidays and move things around, which we do. Me, my family does. We have to co-parent. And we have to switch weekends and, and rearrange our whole lives. And No, I, I hear you. I, I've heard the argument come up, though. And, again, it seems to have some merit to me. It's difficult during the week, but on the weekend, you'd have a lot more latitude with making sure that these kids are escorted properly and yeah. and they're getting a little bit more. The parents can be more involved in the celebration of it. And that seems kind of cool. No. Were any, mean, Casey's saying no. No, were any of your lives ruined, guys, because you had to go to school the day after Halloween? No. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's. I don't think I, I don't how, I don't see how the parents can't be more involved depending on the day of the week. Mm. Heaven mm. forbid, would anything, make things easier. How, That's what I mean. It's just more. It'll, yeah, it'll just, just be easier. more enjoyable. It's more easier. 
you want if the parents are talking about filling up and drinking beer and walking around, how are they monitoring their children more safely? Ooh. If they're more worried about drinking while they're walking around, so they don't have to go to work the next day because they <laughs> you don't have a drink when your kids are around. That's a good point. No, Christina. I, I do. I drink, but not while I'm out trick or treating with my kids. Oh, you should try it. It's so much fun, it's Christina. It's so much more fun. You would want Halloween on a Saturday if you did. <laughs> All right. Thanks for your call. Appreciate thanks. it. Thanks. Bye. All right. Uh, let's see. Let's go to... Um, we have all these pagans uh, calling, or people mentioning that it's a pagan holiday. So yeah, there you go. We're pictures of the pagans now. I'm going to go to Mary. Hi, Mary. Good morning. Uh, good morning, guys. Hey, what's up, Mary? Um my whole thing is uh, Halloween is actually a pagan New Year. So that would be just like changing January 1st for New Year's Day. Well, let me ask you this. Let me ask you What's this, that? Mary. If so, if the pagan celebration continues as is, however, I'm sure the original pagan celebration did not involve going around collecting Snickers. So um... Te- technically, <laughs> technically, it was actually the whole trick or treating started. As a way to uh, honor the dead and not be um, haunted by ghosts. Basically. Okay, okay. You were all, you were <laughs> the Give me some candy. You know, like, no. The original oh, deal was so, this, as my understanding was, Things you evolved. you would dress up. You would you were supposed to keep you were supposed to keep spirits away. We have the season of the witch explains it all. We I, have that, yeah, that, I know. Yeah, but but the the. Um, so what if you can you still honor the dead, but go get your baby Ruth bars on Saturday? But you're changing the name Halloween to a, another day. That's like changing New Year's. What about Halloween Part Two? <laughs> on sa- I, listen, I, 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 I'm not going to say I'm not in your camp. Isn't, isn't Thanksgiving? Uh, it's it's a religious based holiday. We're giving thanks to God for all that we have. Right? Isn't that the the, the whole root of it? And and it doesn't matter <laughs> when you observe it. It just that you observe. It. Mind you, though, I do think there's something cool about Halloween itself and the legend of that day and the, and 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 witchcraft and uh. you know all of the horror elements of it on that day. I do get it. But there is this other element, and I, I'm surprised to hear myself say yeah. that I think maybe Saturday would be good if you could just suck it up a little bit more and enjoy that much more of it. Yeah, you and, know? And to, yeah. to that point, I mean, Steve, like you, New Year's. Okay, um, you 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 were raised Catholic. You believe in Christ, and, yeah. and you you love the tradition of Christmas. And those two things are separate. You know, you you respect the the original religion. Based reasons for Christmas, and I love all the pagan trappings around it. I oh, like Christmas. Yeah. Jesus did. Yeah. There's no picture of Jesus trimming the tree. But you so so you love the evolution. But of I the love holiday. it. I love it all. Yes. I don't I care. Thank you, Steve. Yes, people people can like both. They can like the the original pagan roots of all of it, but you can also learn to adapt and realize that people have working schedules and that Saturday might be easier. You know, th- These are not mutually exclusive things. I hey, didn't know Mary, this was such a controversy. I know. I know. Oh Mary, wait, you said Halloween is the is the pagan New Year? Yes, in, the, in the Halloween celebrations, well, in the pagan celebrations, Halloween is actually Samhain. Yeah, okay. Feast of Samhain. So, so, I'm curious, what, what year will it be, this uh, this 31st? On New Year's Day in the pagan calendar, it's not not in that way. We celebrate the cycles of the sun and the moon. Okay, so, so it really wouldn't change how your calendar works. 
No, it doesn't change okay. the calendar. It just changes. So it wouldn't be like changing New Year's Day because our calendar works and the new year and mm-hmm. no, uh, taxes and all these important things. We mark it yeah. as a part of the calendar. Okay. All right. I was just curious about that. Thank you, Mary. I wonder if this um if this happens and it, it you know we start to celebrate Halloween on the uh, Saturday before or whatever uh, who that affects in a negative way you know so clearly pagans well no I, I mean like as far as so we're trying to make it more convenient for uh, people who have to work and have children blah 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 but like I wonder. Who that? Nothing happens without there being collateral damage. Exactly. I wonder, I wonder if the if the like the bar industry would take a little bit of a hit because yeah. if it doesn't fall on a Saturday, uh, usually the weekend before is a, is a big industry night. Um, or, you know, for even the parents that have kids that can get out on that particular night. You know what I mean? Well, the word, the, the rule of thumb is follow the like money. That. Who's yeah. making the most, this most money on Snickers, this? clearly. Snickers yeah. clearly has the candy. Candy companies, I think, have a real vested interest in this. Uh, I would assume they're going to move more candy if you know you're going to have a more robust. But by the way, if it's a crappy, rainy Saturday... It, it won't matter. It'll still kill the you know the trick or treating for the, for a large portion of it. But I don't I don't know for some reason uh, where I stood staunchly against this. I'm thinking perhaps oh, it could be a thing. It's a no brainer to me. Yeah, I, I think it's simple. It's uh, it's not so simple for me. It's not uh, yeah. so simple. I mean, it really isn't. Like your stance on this, Preston, which is like, what's the big deal about changing it? It yeah. is my exact same position on what's the big deal. Just keep it the way it is. It's. It's yeah. fine. Just out of convenience, it'd be more convenient. I, I know, but you're ruffling but feathers. It. But you're ruffling feathers as a result, and you are. I mean, not you personally, <laughs> Preston, but like, I think but, it's your fault. but obviously, people are upset about. Listen, it does not. It people will not. It will not. Yes. Okay. Or have you not been a part of this conversation and people calling in and like you know it's it's you know people are, there's a huge debate about this now and people are getting. I'm upset. frankly surprised. At how how invested people are, yeah, Because yeah. I'm, I'm like, me too. Yeah. I mean, because but, 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 I, to but me, I'm, easy. I'm not going to dismiss them because they are, right? It because does... certainly I know, I I I have a, a very nostalgic. There is it for me also a nostalgic part of where does Halloween fall? Oh, it falls on a Friday this year. Awesome! Like that was a, a wonderful yeah. part of it as well. So I, I get that. I get that whole thing. But um, man, so if... if it was an Eternal Saturday Halloween's. That's pretty cool, yeah. too. Because, well, okay. Yeah. It, so you're excited about when you were a kid that it would fall on a Friday or whenever? Because then, then that would only happen like twice in your lifetime but you'd be, as, a, yeah. as a teenager. You'd be you'd also be furious when it was on a Monday or a yeah. Tuesday, you know? Yeah. So it was part of the deal. Wow. Okay. Well, uh, obviously conflicting views on this whole thing. But there are over 100,000 people that have signed this. And uh, Snickers wants to give away a million Snickers bars <laughs> for free if they uh, change the date to Halloween, or change the date of Halloween from the 31st to the last Saturday. I'm surprised that, Casey, you're so uh, traditionalist on this. No, I'm. Not, I, I, that's what I just said. I'm like, I, I, it doesn't affect me if it moves to Saturday or if it stays on the 31st. It does not affect me whatsoever. You know, I, I'm just... So you don't care? I really don't. Okay. I really don't care, but I also don't, like, I don't see what the big deal about it being on the 31st is. So you go either way. Yeah, and I and so I and from I my mean, point I, of view, I I was staunchly against it, and now I see a little wiggle room 
where I see their aspects to it that might be kind of cool. Right. I lived a life for, for 18 years where I had off the next day. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. like, I went to Catholic school. and I never had that. And life. I had off the next day. And then after that, I was just like everybody else, where if it was on the 31st or on a Saturday, it didn't matter. I still either had to go to class the next day or school the next day uh, uh, or work the next day. So, you know, I've lived both lives. And to tell you the truth, it, it never really changed anything. It okay. never it changed my approach to the day itself. So. This is a lot deeper than I thought it was going to be. Yes, yes, we've peeled all this back. Oh my God, kind of a fun conversation. About Should have talked about abortion. <laughs> yeah, let's. You know what? Let's take a break and we'll come Jesus back. Jesus we'll, Christ! We'll open up the phones on abortion. Uh, no, we, we piss off witches and pagans. <laughs> Net, you notice one thing though, an obvious. Didn't hear from one hell's angel. Not one. Yeah. <laughs> Only pagans. All right, we got to take a break. We'll come back in just a moment. I have uh, bizarre file stories if you're interested in those when we return. Stay there. What's new? Glad you asked. Muse. Everything that rocks. I'm 933 WMMR. System of a Down on 933 WMMR. We're going live on Fox Day. Here we go. The bra, by the way, uh, Kath and uh, Marissa, $37. The cool, the frozen boxer or briefs, uh, they look more like boxer briefs to me, Preston and Steve. Uh, $70. So the bras are $37. Your underpants, $70. All right, real quick, because we came in at the, uh, uh, with a song still playing when we you guys were singing. You just sound like a, a kinky freak to our, <laughs> our radio audience. Didn't hear that. So to stay cool, you have frozen undergarments. That's what this is, right? Okay. Frozen packs that can go into your undergarments, and they're, they're all the rage now, right? That's what we're hearing. They're they're popular. They're selling on Amazon. Yes. Okay. Uh, and so, Kathy, what would you prefer, the frozen panties or the frozen <laughs> bra? <laughs> I feel like I would get freezer burn or something. I, I think, actually, though, painful. what yeah. about Alex? What if both cups of the bra allowed you to make margaritas? Ooh. <laughs> right? Frozen margaritas. So one, one, one cup is stirring. I like it. Uh-huh. With, like, a straw that it's just dips down exactly. into the bra. Ooh. I tell milkshakes. you what, I did use something years ago, Sharper Image used to have it, which was a, a, a cooled like metallic bar that you wore, you put in the freezer. Where you remember this thing, Preston? Yeah, you wear it around your neck, and it actually did work yeah. uh, for yeah. for a while. So I, I think there's a there's a benefit to them. I don't know. Would you want to wear frozen underwear? I don't know. How long do they say, Mike? Do you know that, uh, that oh, it, it'll say frozen uh, or it says hours at a time? Okay, uh, but I don't know that you'd want. If, well, by the way, not, I if I were working on a job site or something like that, yeah, no, um, I think I would, yeah. you know, maybe later in the day, I wouldn't start at six a.m. with my frozen uh, skivvies on, but. You know, well, at what point in the evening do your nads finally descend again after you've been freezing your crotch out? I don't know. Do you know what I'm saying? That would probably take until late afternoon. I would think in this. Heat. I mean, like that would be droppage. It seems like a lot of work <laughs> yeah, uh, it, to put it these on and wear these all day long. You know, but you'd be cool though, so you yeah. wouldn't be sweating and stuff. So you're that totally down. You're, you're down with that, Alex. 
I mean, I'm just saying, it can be pretty miserable in this heat. But you'd wear a but, frozen bra. But I'm concerned, I am concerned, like Kathy <laughs> mentioned about freezer burn, like, is it direct on your skin? No. Or is there like a padding in between? Because my gosh, that would be painful. There's yes. Padding. Okay. Oh. I just want to make sure. Yeah. <laughs> Alex, what the hell are you into there? Meanwhile, I can't even think about it. It's so cold in this studio. Are you guys, do, is your studio freezing? Freezing. Yes. Yeah. I okay. wear a blanket every day. I'm wearing, so I'm wearing a fall outfit today. <laughs> yeah. I'm wearing long sleeves. And we have no control over the the they're, air conditioning. They're, they're in here. doing work in here. There are literally lightning storms forming in the hallway between <laughs> the different temperature zones. It's horrific. Yeah. On a, during a heat wave to get freezer burn in your place of business. Yeah. Your place of <laughs> well, business. Well, I feel better because I thought we were the only ones who had a cold studio. No. So no, Mike no. is literally wearing a scarf right now. Yeah. Well, so because of that. all the lights we have in here. Alex, I have uh, a blanket okay. too. <laughs> I say the, the rest, the, most of us here say no, thumbs down to frozen Maybe if it was cheaper. Underpants. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't yeah, like it. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Like maybe five below will carry them or something. Then maybe I'd get it. Uh, five, five below bucks. works out perfectly. Yeah. yeah. So I, more like two below. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hello. Mike Derrick, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, waka waka. Good to have you guys back. All right. Thank you. Good to be back. See you later, guys. Okay. Well, I didn't know we were coming right back into that. I'm like, what are you guys talking about? So we go back to you. Uh, frozen underwear. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bras. Yeah. What the what hell are you guys talking about? All right. Well, normally we get traffic first, so we'll go ahead and get to that right now. Kathy, what's going on in the streets? 95 southbound jams from the Betsy Ross Bridge through to Girard and then Naaman's Road to Harvey Road, right lane construction there uh, until 2 o'clock. However, I did travel that road yesterday uh, before. 4, 2 o'clock, and there was no traffic there. So uh, it depends on the day, I guess. Northbound 452 to the Commodore, Barry Bridge, Schuylkill Expressway, eastbound backing up uh, from 202 into Belmont, the Boulevard to the Vine, westbound Passion to the Vine Expressway, the Boulevard to Belmont, the Blue Route out to 202. Pennsylvania Turnpike westbound, Heavy Willow Grove to Fort Washington on the Blue Route northbound, your Jam McDade Boulevard to Route 1 uh, southbound from the Mid-County Tolls to the Schuylkill and then Route 1 to Media. In New Jersey, 42 backing up uh, from 40, uh, Lower Landing Road to 295, 55 northbound, Jams Deptford to the 42 freeway. And if you're headed into Philadelphia on the Ben Franklin Bridge, expect delays westbound the toll plaza to Ethan Vine. This traffic report brought to you by your local Ford store. The Ford F-150 is the only pickup built with a high-strength military-grade aluminum alloy cabin bed. Check it out at your local Ford store today. And that's your traffic on 93.3 WMMR. All right, we got a bizarre file. Here we go. Bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre File. Brought to you by Dunkin' this summer. Enjoy Dunkin's new Hershey's cookies and cream or heat-flavored coffees because everyone deserves a sweet escape from reality. Preston and Steve run on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Trademarks are used under license. All right, we'll begin with this. On Friday, Sheriff's Office arrested resident Kyle McGill Walker after he allegedly pulled a gun on a victim at a McDonald's. The victim told the officer she was approached by Walker. He asked her if she would try a hit of his vape pen. After the victim refused, Walker says, are you serious, bro? (laughs) And then Walker (laughs) lifted up his shirt and showed the victim a gun. Are you serious, bro? Walker pulled pulled the gun out of his pants and began asking, what's up now? What's up now? Bitch won't try my vape pen. The victim told police that she was in fear for her life. And and uh, a short time later, Walker was found by police behind the Lewis Point Plaza near where the incident happened. And police transported him back to the McDonald's where the uh, victim and surveillance confirmed the crime. Is that a common thing? Is that considered an affront if you won't suck on some guy's vape pen? To this guy it is. 
Uh, Walker has been charged with aggravated assault with a deadly weapon without intent to kill. So. I like how he calls her bro. Bro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Days after his mother's death, this is messed up. Days after his mother's death, a man in St. Louis made a gruesome discovery when he opened a wrapped box that he says had been in the freezer since he was a kid. Adam Smith had been living in his family's St. Louis apartment while taking care of his mother, who recently died of cancer. Now, Smith says his mother kept a wrapped box inside the freezer for decades, and she had always told him to stay away from it as a kid. Uh, After she died, he decided to open the box late Saturday night. Inside, he discovered a dead, frozen baby. (gasps) Which he says left him shocked. He said there was a pink baby blanket, and when I reached down and touched it, I could feel a foot... I could see the baby's head with hair. Uh, Police responded to the building. They called the death suspicious and are now investigating. Smith told officers that as strange as it sounds, he never looked inside the wrapped box. He assumed it was frozen wedding cake. Just one of those things that people kept in there and said, look, don't touch that. His mother had a dead baby for a wedding cake? No. Oh. Smith says that he's now distraught thinking about the possibility that the baby may have been his sister and what his mother may have done. Of course. He said, I have to wait for the autopsy to see if that baby ever took a breath, and I cannot help uh, I cannot help it to think that she might have done something to it. I just can't help it. Smith says he remembers his mom once speaking about losing a child at birth. A relative recently told him that his mother gave birth to twins but lost one at birth and gave the other up for adoption. And now that his mother has passed away, Smith wonders if he'll ever know the truth. So I'll try to get a follow-up on this well, after a coroner's report. There's one simple out to this. They can do some sort of DNA test and find out if there is a, a direct genetic connection t- for him to this child. Yeah, see if he's related. Right. But and, he wants to know how it died. Yeah, I mean, it may have been stillborn. I don't know. There's you know? a wealth of stories that will never be answered. Yeah. Uh, A man accused of severely beating his friend and trashing his own home over the weekend claimed that he was just trying to chase his kitten. (laughs) Uh, Deputies say it happened. Those little rascals that made their way, the way they make you trash your friend's house. Early Sunday morning at home in uh, Lando Lakes, Lakes, Florida, the victim told deputies that he was hanging out at the home of his lifelong friend, 50-year-old Douglas Smith. And at some point, the victim said Smith randomly became enraged. Smith started smashing objects in his own house, including his own prized guitar. He also knocked the television off the wall. And at some point, deputies say Smith got on top of the victim and started hitting him. The victim told deputies he was being hit so hard and fast that he didn't know if a weapon was involved or if it was just Smith's hands. Huh. savagely beating him. After speaking with the victim, deputies responded to Smith's home and found him lying in a pile of broken furniture. When they got inside, deputies say that there was a television on the floor, a broken table, and lots of things knocked over and thrown around. There was money on the ground and a pool of blood just in front of the door. When asked about what happened, deputies say Smith claimed that he was chasing his kitten around and denied anything happened with his friend. I was chasing my kitten. Yeah. Smith said that he was mowing his lawn and then he met up with the victim and started drinking with him. He told deputies he didn't remember anything other than chasing his kitten and had no idea how his house got trashed. He also couldn't say where the pool of blood or his own wounds came from. Wow. Smith was detained and placed in a patrol car. And at some point, deputies say he started screaming and yelling. Deputies say he then gave various reasons how the victim is less of a man than he is. And All because of a kitten? And stated how important his job is. I think I think there's some sort of narcotic involved here. That's he, my guess. He also talked more about chasing his kitten near the seawall. <laughs> okay. Smith was what arrested. seawall? <laughs> what the hell? Near the windmill where the badgers live. <laughs> 
are you talking about? You're Smith. more of a man than the Badgers. Smith was arrested and charged with aggravated battery and serious injury. The arrest report says the victim's injuries will leave permanent... Moose face! Permanent damage huh? Huh? and scarring and may require surgery. Uh... The art teacher at a school in Columbus, Ohio, made it clear that her classroom was a banana-free zone. She posted signs outside of her classroom that she was severely allergic to bananas and asked any students who may have eaten one to wash their hands. Is that an actual thing, a banana allergy? Yeah, don't you, we had an intern who was allergic to um, all fruit. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Listen to this. This nearly killed this teacher. Wow. Uh, last November, the teacher almost lost her life when three students smeared banana on her door <sighs> and then started throwing them at her. The oh. teacher went into anaphylactic shock in less than 15 minutes. Dude, food allergies are real. And yeah. they, and, and is as snowflakey, to quote our one caller earlier, as that may seem to some people, it's poison to some people, can kill them. Uh, the teacher went into anaphylactic shock. She starts to change colors to school security employee, can be heard saying on police body camera video, as officers arrived at the school. They gave her an EpiPen, and it wasn't working, so they gave her a second one. Her throat was starting to close up. Her colleagues called 911, and she was rushed into the hospital where she uh, did recover. Uh, the employee said all of the kids that she uh, all the kids know she's definitely allergic to bananas. If it touches her, she will go into anaphylactic shock. Uh, they're sitting out here and they're all eating their lunch. So one of them takes a banana and sits it on the door. Officers found a piece of banana under a table after it had hit the teacher's arm and leg. Thirteen-year-old girl and twelve-year-old girl were sentenced to probation for the attack. So it almost killed her. Mm. Pretty messed up. And then finally, federal officials say that they found a missile launcher in a man's luggage at the airport in Baltimore. Okay. What? How big a missile launcher can you pack in your luggage? A good question. The transportation. <laughs> Does it have to be less than three ounces? Maybe if it's like, you know, things you carry skis in or golf clubs, maybe you can fit one in there. <laughs> Do you think in CVS they have a small basket of travel missile launchers? The Transportation Security Administration said in a statement that the military-grade weapon was uh, locked in the man's checked luggage at Baltimore Washington International Airport. I'd like to check my missile launcher. <laughs> TSA officers called airport police who found the man and detained him for questioning. The unidentified traveler said that he he was in the military and coming home from Kuwait, and he said that he wanted to keep the weapon as a souvenir. <laughs> TSA... It is kind of cool to have a missile launcher. It would be, wouldn't can't, it? Can't say I wouldn't want to bring one home myself. The TSA said the missile launcher was not a live device, but it was handed over to the state fire marshal for disposal. See that signature there? That's Randy Jackson. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he was ultimately allowed to catch his flight home, by the way. I don't think I've ever seen a missile launcher. I have. Like in real life? Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, yeah. Was it it badass? What's that? Was it badass? It it actually doesn't. It looks fairly innocuous. Really? It's a tube, right? Yeah, it's just a tube. All right. right. Without the missile in it, it just looks like a (laughs) a tube. tube. We have your chance to win uh, a very cool prize, and it's a pair of tickets to Corn and Allison Chains this Saturday. They're playing BB&T Pavilion. You'll also be qualified for this week's grand prize, which is a VIP lounge package, including pre-show party with interactive games, memorabilia display, food and beverages, and a limited edition silkscreen poster. And the show is part of MMR's Rock Residency this August at BB&T Pavilion. So uh, let's take caller number 22. And we'll set you up with that, 215-263-WMMR. And also make sure you check WMMR.com for a complete list of concerts and grand prizes. Some tickets remain at each show at Ticketmaster.com. So caller 22, going to set you up. Be back in a moment. Stay with us. 
get social with Preston and Steve and WMMR. Facebook, Twitter, you know, the usual places. Diamond jewelry doesn't have to be expensive. Have fun buying jewelry for someone you love and don't hate the price you pay. Feel the difference online at IHateStevenSinger.com with free shipping. Buy real diamonds from a real jeweler. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, thank you very much, Kathy. I also want to mention that we have this happening. It's the President Steve Cooling Caravan with our friends at Duncan. Uh, if you work on a work site, obviously heat sucks when you're outside. We can help cool you off just a tiny bit. On Tuesday, August 6th, the Duncan Cruiser will stop by in the morning with the MM Army and some President Steve Calendar Girls with free iced coffee break for your crew. Uh, so if you want to enter to possibly have us come by on that particular morning, just go to WMMR.com and click on Contest and get signed up for the President Steve Cooling Caravan. And uh, the deadline for that is coming up on Monday, and we'll do the whole thing on Tuesday of next week. And, of course, the President Steve Show runs on Duncan. Speaking of our calendar girls, I would like to remind you, and she tweeted out to us, uh, today's the last day of July for Alex Marie, Miss July. Ah. Uh, so she, Alexa. Uh, I'm sorry. Said, did I say Alex? Alexa Marie. Uh, she said, uh, she tweeted out, thank you to Preston and Steve for this amazing opportunity. You guys rock. Uh, so that was nice. And uh, we, she came by not that long ago, had a great time with her. She's very she, cool. Yeah, she's awesome. So. I didn't realize she did all that sort of celebrity impersonation stuff, like uh, yeah, Lady Gaga, Madonna, all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. She's really good. Yeah, totally. Hang on, Marissa. Since it is the last day of July, I forgot earlier to say happy birthday to my dad. Oh, oh yes. Dad's birthday. Yeah, and I'm sure they my parents my parents listen to our show like from the beginning till I they actually leave the radio on 24 hours a day in their house. Oh, that's and awesome. Listen to us all and, the time. And you said so your dad it. is heading up a committee to get Halloween moved to Saturday, right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> First the Super Bowl and then Halloween. He would definitely Jeez do the Super Christ. Bowl. Oh, heck yeah. So he's and he's one day older than Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yep, exactly. Okay. Yeah, that's how you remember, right? I do. They met at the gym. All right, well, happy birthday to you, sir. All right, um, wanted to go back to this uh, bizarre file story just a moment ago. Uh, The horrible story, this guy, his mother passed away. She died of cancer he'd been caring for her. And after she died, he, you know, was going through her apartment. And in the freezer, or maybe it was their home, I'm not sure, uh, in the freezer was this box that his mother had always told him as a kid, don't open that box. It was wrapped and everything. So he never did. And he never really thought much of it. God. I'm surprised he didn't. I, he, as, a, he is, as a kid, it, I mean, he, the fact that he honored that, but he, he opens it. Well, he assumed, nuts. he assumed it was, bur- um, uh, wedding cake. Yeah. Um, so he opened it and it was a dead baby. Mm. Uh, which freaked him out, obviously. Now he's wondering if his mom did something horrible. Yeah. Or maybe she, you know, who knows? Maybe she had a a stillborn or something like that and kept it anyway. It's got him all freaked out. And Steve, you were wondering if, uh, you know, although I'm sure it's not as horrific or shocking as that. A a frozen dead baby. As the things you might find uh, from someone who passed away when you go through their things. I have a surprising thing. I've only had to do that. And it really was my own mother. So it was in our house and we were just going through things in, in like closets. So it wasn't, you know, say like somebody who, like a grandparent or whatever, and their shows have done it, friends did it, and, you know, and Ross found out that his grandmother hoarded sweet and low, I think it was. <laughs> but but um, but that, that thing of you, you think of a life collected in a house and things that you hold on to, mm-hmm. 
here's this guy who's left with a multitude of questions now, and the one person who could answer them is gone. Yeah. You know, so yeah, what what happens? You know, what has been some of the stuff? What are some of the things that have been found like that? I'm sure there's tons of stuff. Now this is a little bit more heartwarming than the story you told. But the I baby just, was alive in the freezer, right? <laughs> and they couldn't yeah, believe yeah, it. Yeah, they yeah. actually preserved it's unbelievable. a life. Yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing. Yeah. Uh, no, somebody, I know someone who was adopted, and uh, when his uh, adopted father passed away, he found um, a medal, like a a, um, a saint's medal in uh, his jewelry box or whatever, and the guy thought, well, this looks pretty old. I'm going to keep it. Well, he ended up finding out that it was from his biological mother that had pinned it on him uh, when the baby was handed over, and so he found that, which was, you that know. That is cool. Kinda, yeah, that's, kinda, a, that's a lot better than a frozen dead yeah, baby. Than a fr- yeah, than a frozen dead baby, right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's much better. I've I've never had the occasion to go through a, a a loved one's belongings after they passed. The only thing I remember when my grandfather died, we uh, kind of everybody went through the shed where he had all his tools and was saying, "I'm taking that, and I'm taking this, <laughs> yeah. and I'm taking well, that." It just happened actually with my mother-in-law. You know, the, the family sort of dividing up things that they want. We have a couple pieces yeah. of furniture in the house. Let me ask you, just on a little tangent here. What would be the thing you'd be most embarrassed to have someone find in your house of your collection? I've got so here's the deal, man. I have I have bins of just sentimental items, things that I've saved, and I have right. them marked as you know Preston's keepsakes. It says, and I keep things for the kids too from their childhood. Everybody's got their own bin. I've got a few of them that just. This and that, I'll just set this aside. Oh, here's, you know, I don't know, some concert ticket stubs or here's, right. you know, some pictures or here's, I, I don't know, whatever, You'd tchotchkes be- and stuff. I've got tons of things. And I, I, there's nothing I Nothing can, embarrassing? No, there's probably embarrassing. Okay, I just right. can't. I have so right. much, oh, I can't lot. think of anything. Oh, You're okay. a mini hoarder in that. Off the top of yeah. my head, that, but I'm sure that if my kids eventually, upon my demise, go through this stuff, are going to go, oh, my God. <laughs> What? Why would he hang on to that? You it's double headed. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Must have been a close friend, Steve. I remember when when my grandfather pa- uh, passed away. He had always told us. And maybe, maybe I told you guys this before, but uh, he told us that he had um, some classic baseball cards. And I was uh, a baseball card guy growing up. And he apparently had Babe Ruth, uh, Lou Gehrig. And so when when he passed away. We were looking for that stuff, and we, so he we mentioned never, you never found them. Never found. Oh them. my god! You know what we did find though was we found love letters that he wrote to my grandmother, to Babe Ruth and Lou Gehrig. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, he wrote it to uh, to Daryl Strawberry and Doc Gooden. Uh, I love you so much. No, no, he he wrote love letters to my grandmother in like the the twenties and thirties that were unbelievably sweet, and so that was like family treasure. You know, that was cool. no, that's a wonderful right. thing. It's still that's much better than a dead frozen baby. Yes. All right, I I, I here's one that might rank up there as to I wouldn't be embarrassed. Embarrassed by this, but there might be some head scratching that yeah. would go on. So, when I was in high school, we had Spirit Week, and Spirit Week each day was a different theme, and you would dress up in that theme, you know, whether it be you know the circus or whatever. Uh, and so, one day in Spirit Week, we had Jamaican Day. Okay, so we actually had Jamaican Day. Oh, no. There's no way on earth this would fly nowadays. So people wore dreadlocks and yeah. clothes and. I don't remember, but maybe there was some blackface. I have no idea, but I wouldn't doubt it. It was the 1980s, and it was a different time. And uh, But one of the things that they hung up as decorations all over the place were cellophane bags of fake weed. No! <laughs> oh, my God! It's the high school! What? Wow. <laughs> Kid you not. 
Whoever oh is it, whoever's on the Spirit Committee, Spirit Week Committee did this and they got away with it. Once again, 1980s, different time. Different time. Cocaine <laughs> and marijuana were... Now remember, students, later on show up in blackface with your fake pot. So so I I snagged one of those uh, bags of fake weed. Okay. Uh-huh. How big is it? Uh-huh. It's a regular oh, it's like sandwich a regular bag. bag. Oh, okay. You know, and so, case okay, so it's probably like a half ounce or something like wow. that. <laughs> What did they use uh, to? Uh, I don't know. Weed? I, I don't remember. Oh, right, it was like, yeah, it wasn't. Ha- no, it wouldn't was... it be funny if it was actual weed. <laughs> <laughs> or not? Do it. You can't get home. Holy crap! <laughs> but it was. Uh, I, I I don't think it was actually organic. I think it was like fake, almost like um, not quite uh, 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 Easter, you know, grass, the fake grass. Right, right. But it was more like paper type of grass. But I was just like, I'm keeping that. <laughs> And so I, I held on. And knowing me, I probably tried to smoke some. <laughs> but uh, but that was a weird thing. Yeah, that I have and and people might you know if somebody's going through my stuff, they might go, "What is this?" You know? Think so. think of the, think of your life though, and the stuff that you store in a crew, and the stuff that you. I know a lot of times, like for me, I, I find it hard, like with computers. I don't. I'm always reticent to throw out an old computer because I I don't want someone. Getting access to information. I mean, and now you can. There are e disposal, electronic disposal places that'll grind stuff up and get rid of that. But you know, you tend to hold on to things. You oh, know, yeah, absolutely. Old, yeah. old cell phones, even things like yeah. that. Yeah, I, yeah. I, Nick, I just came across my first iPhone that I and I bought it on the day the iPhone came out. I'm like, I don't, I don't know what's on this. Do you want to get rid of it? I do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've got several cell phones. Do you? Yeah, sitting around. Rochelle's scared. For me to give them to anybody. Oh, I just threw them out. I had a whole uh, stack of them, Did like you, old. You, uh, you didn't throw them in the trash trash. I don't so know. You, I don't know recycle. what I did yeah. with them. There are there are businesses. In fact, we've advertised businesses. And we, mm-hmm. we we do that that uh, that that will do that, or they will also you know get rid of your electronic. Oh yeah, this yeah. stuff because because people have that fear. Yep, Marissa. Yeah, cell phones especially because they have to mine. There's a part that they have oh, to yeah. take that's like um, hurting like gorilla habitats and shark habitats. So it's really important that you recycle. I know it's crazy, but all mm. I know is it's important to recycle your cell okay. phone. You heard about that shark habitat in Africa where the uh, <laughs> all the sharks died because they forgot they're they're more sea oriented. Right, right. <laughs> uh, hang on, let me go do some calls. I have Brett on the line. Hey, Brett. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, guys. How you guys doing? Good. What's up, Brett? Nothing. Uh, long time no talk. I freaked um, Kathy out a couple times when I talked to you guys about bugs. But uh, <laughs> Okay. <laughs> You're the guy who freaks Kathy out about it because you talk about bugs. I okay. can't wait to hear what you have to say now. <laughs> um, so uh, I was probably about 8 to 10 years old, um, but my father had a trailer, or my uh, grandfather, sorry, had a trailer out in Kentucky. And I have to lead off by saying he lived alone. Uh, we were cleaning out his closet, and we found a 12-inch black dildo. Um, and I never saw my mom's face get so red in her entire life. So you, your, your, your grandfather had a, a shed with a with a dildo in it. It was actually his closet, a bedroom closet. Okay, some like porno mags and stuff, and you know that's normal. We right, thought, but the 12-inch black dildo was not quite as normal mm. for us. <laughs> Oh, we lost you. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Uh, well, that that goes right into the whole shovel buddy thing, which we've yeah. talked about many times. Is make sure that somebody you trust someone to get rid of your uh, of your embarrassing materials. Yeah. on your demise. They, you've had this agreement. You make this pact, and they're going to eliminate all that stuff that's going to embarrass your family. Here, Claire is on the line. She has something. She's afraid that her kids will find. Hi, Claire. Good morning. <laughs> 
Wow. Claire. <laughs> she found that dildo. She's dying laughing. What's up, Claire? You're on the air. Well, um, I have a pretty extensive collection of very provocative, sexy underwear and Ooh. all kinds of iterations of that. Which one are you wearing right now? <laughs> no. No, no, no. No, but the weird part is I'm terrified because I have to admit, I'm 70. Whoa! Oh, damn. Yes. You sound a lot younger. Claire. And I look damn good in it. But here's the point. <laughs> when we travel, I'm so terrified of my daughters coming across it that I actually package it up really, really tight and put it outdoors in the recycling bin in case we go down. Shut up. In, in case you, in case you oh. die, oh you hide your underwear in the recycle bin. You are a naughty girl. I love you, You're Claire. naughty. And my very, very best friend is instructed that should anything like that ever happen and I go, she needs to get to the house and get that recycling. That's All your right, show, Claire. buddy. Oh, my God. Claire, what, 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 is your, what is your most audacious piece of, of underwear? I assume we're talking uh, crotchless stuff. And are we talking bondage stuff? What What do you have? Oh, no, 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 not not bondage. But I would say uh, crotchless. <laughs> that wow. is so funny. Wow. <laughs> Where are you going on vacation, by the way? Are you going to these, like, swingers joints or? Oh, no, absolutely not. Believe it or not, we're as square as they come. Just him and me. I think your recycling bin would argue that point. <laughs> <laughs> your husband is lucky. <laughs> yeah. How many husbands have you worn out? <laughs> anyway, I thought you'd think that was Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. Wow. I think it's hilarious yeah. that you, you, you prepare for a potential disaster mm-hmm. by hiding your provocative Claire. lingerie in the recycle bin. Claire, what's your favorite pair of panties? Hmm. Oh, I don't know. It, it's, all, it's just all black. Wow. They're, they're all, black? Like all the black? Okay. Or is that just the men you sleep with? My husband and I are together forty. Oh, years. okay. All right. All right. All right. God, but do you, do you like the the lacy or silk or what? Oh, absolutely, absolutely lacy. Anything sheer? Anything sheer? Yep. Wow. Anything else besides the lingerie? Do you bring um, uh, devices in to this experience? No, okay. I told you we're pretty. No, nope, pretty, pretty okay. conventional. So, so it's just the underwear. So when you when you put on a, a pair that makes you feel really sexy. I'm trying to drag this out a little bit. <laughs> when you put on a pair that makes you feel really sexy, will you will you take a good look at yourself in the mirror? Oh, yes. Okay. Wow. Do your kids listen to our show by any chance? <laughs> I I don't think so. Let me ask you You'll something, find out Claire. Later today. Do you I ever Do you ever wear that sexy lingerie when you go to the early bird special? <laughs> you know what? I I envision Claire as a, like, she works in the administration office of a high school or something like that. I don't know why I think yeah. of that. Like, what's that? Of course, at my age, I'm retired. Yeah. Yeah. But what did you do before? I was a high school teacher. Yeah, I knew it. Oh, oh, my God. And the students oh, all God. had a thing for you. Yeah. Oh, my, do you want to say what high school? <laughs> No. Okay. No. Let right. me ask you something. Spell Did you it. sit on the edge of the desk? <laughs> Did you sit on the edge of the desk and have one shoe hang off your foot slightly when you talked? I totally was not like that. Okay. All right. What All did right. you teach? So stupid. What did you teach? I don't want to stop. <laughs> Leave her alone. Don't no, make her so reveal it, her identity. I, she was, she's all about 
at home husband yeah. in the bedroom in, in, the, in the no, process of right. your own home. But it's I'm exactly loving. how Claire. Uh, yeah, Claire. My, you know, you, you're conventional. Claire puts all her her lawn her. Uh, questionable laundry in the recycling bin as well uh, yeah i love that I, listen i called my husband because well he's out on the road on his way to i, I don't want to say but i said <laughs> you've got to turn mmr on i'm calling he's sorry. listening right now and i'm sure he's, he's smiling if oh, you're wait. next to a 70 year old who's smiling like crazy <laughs> in a car that's i want to hear what his favorite pair is now yeah, what? Well, you'd, ha- you'd have to ask him. Okay. But anyway, he's a few years younger. Ooh, I knew it. How many years younger? Yep. How many? Almost four. Okay, okay. that's not. That's, 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 you, you, so in that realm, you're fairly conventional. It's just in your oh, freaky absolutely. underwear. Absolutely. Okay. I want to make him happy. All is, right. Is life just getting better and better, Claire? Well, you know, retirement, yes. Grandchildren, oh. yes. In those, In that regard, yes. Okay. Yes, you don't and now they up. make wonderful underwear. They make even better <laughs> sexy panties these days. Okay. Anyway, that's... okay. All right. We want. I you, we got. I, I got to meet Claire sometime. Absolutely, you should come by and visit us. Okay. Okay, sounds good. All right, we'll get right on that. Thank okay. you, Claire. She's never going to get anywhere near us. I love that she was cracking up the moment we. Yeah. I, I didn't yeah, even yeah. talk to her. She was laughing already. <laughs> the fact she puts it in the recycle <laughs> bin when she travels. I'm Tony on the line. Hey, Tony. Good morning. Good morning. I was just wondering if I could get Claire's phone number. <laughs> Her phone number. <laughs> yeah. I think we might. Hey, tell. Tony, she Sexy. doesn't sound 70. <laughs> she sounds really fun. Yeah. And uh, oh, that's yeah. that's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a 56-year-old guy. But, hey, she sounds great. All right. Thanks, Tony. Appreciate it, man. All right. Oh, my God. She's so funny. Uh, let me see. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm going to go to George. Hi, George. You're on the air. Good morning. Hey, Gadzooks. Hey, Gadzooks, buddy. What's up? Hey, um, yeah, my dad, he definitely needed a shovel, buddy, uh, when he <laughs> passed. Um, I found sex videos with him and some of his previous girlfriends, like three different girls. Oh, my God. Um, Did you watch whole, them? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, I sampled them, obviously. <laughs> no, that's not obvious. That's, that's, that's that's not, not, you no. can't say I sampled my dad's sex video, well, obviously. You, how many did you watch? In, you've got to see what it is. How many did you watch and how many did you quote-unquote use? Oh, uh, dear. <laughs> I didn't use That's that. dumb. <laughs> so, there's, there's also Polaroids yeah. and, like, bins full of sex Hey, too. George, I have to ask, so it's a sex tape of, of he and his ex-girlfriend. Did he do any what we call what is known in the industry as POV videos? Um, no, no POV. It was just, uh, like, like set up on a tripod. Okay. He had a tripod set up. <laughs> wow. There you go. So he had a professional rig. Wow. Yeah, uh, he did. He had, he had a tripod that, that was there. You know, the old, uh, VHS camera where you put the, the little tape into the, v, into the VHS thing to watch it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 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 Okay. Jesus. Interesting. What did you do with the tapes? Did you destroy them? Sold them to yeah, Vivid. I, I, I I, I destroyed him. I actually had some previous gr- girlfriends call me and uh, was wondering if I found anything like that. Oh, <laughs> my God. So they, they were, so I was glad to hear at least they knew that, that I mean, they had participated. Yeah. It was not. Uh, I, I, I just told him I, I never found anything like that. He must have got rid of them. Oh, you did? Okay. All right. Were you, were you, were you watching them when they called? No, nah, no. Nah. I mean, that's pretty Wait. wild. I mean, if, if I put a tape in. And yeah. it ended up being that. Thanks, George. 
that would be the only tape that I put into the VCR. You know what I mean? So I wouldn't that no, know you want to was... space it out. <laughs> no, yeah. no. Then every single tape after that would get burned. You could never get that image out of your head. Mm-mm. No, are yeah. you kidding me? <laughs> I mean, while it would be nice to know that Dad was enjoying himself. Uh, it'd be pretty. If difficult. you're watching this, we've passed. I <laughs> hope you enjoy this presentation. Uh, it's like Howard Stark's video for, uh, for Tony yeah, yeah, yeah. after he died. Tony, <laughs> you never cleaned your room, and here's your payback. Oh my God! All right, let me go to Andy. Hi, Andy. Good morning. You guys rock. Thanks, Andy. What's up, man? Hey, so um, my grandmother passed away a few years ago. She was a hoarder. So her apartment, you can only imagine, you know, what it was like. My uncle Jeff was uh, tasked with cleaning out the bedroom. He is, unfortunately, a germaphobe. So he had a (laughs) full-on, like, hazmat suit, right? I would would probably do the same. Garbage. What's that? I would probably do the same, man. Some of these hoarder places are just filthy. Oh, I mean, it was it was disastrous. You could spend 30 minutes just on my grandmother's apartment, right? It was awful. But um, so I'm in the other room carrying out bags of garbage, and I hear my uncle go, Found a butt plug. No. <laughs> found a butt hey, plug. Found a butt plug. <laughs> Just matter of fact. Hey, guess what I found? Found a butt yeah. plug. Yeah, there's a couple C rings with it too. So wow, C rings wow. and butt plugs. Yeah, you know, and and right away they go, man. That dude, Dave, that she dated, he was pretty out there. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, it was all him. Thanks, man. Right. Wow. Thanks. Appreciate Jesus. it. Grandma's you, butt plug. Is there anything you have that you would go, hmm, I hope, you know, I'm nobody finds that or, or thinks, wow, they're, they're going to really think this is weird. You know, you collect a lot of stuff. My stuff is like, um, like you, you're very big on mementos and yes. things like that. Yes. I'm not the same. So I, um, uh, there's not a lot, and from moving, from the amount of times that I've moved throughout my life. And recently, A too. lot of stuff, it's been sheared You've off. You've cleared yeah. some stuff so out. So I, I don't yeah. really yeah. have anything. I went back. I was going through some old stuff. I found my old, like, uh, Six Flags uh, season passes. Okay. You know, I kept saved all those. Oh, you're one Had of my those? my pictures. Yeah, just, you know, yeah. I hang on to IDs and things like that just to go back and look at them. Mark Summers, our buddy, was recently posting his college ID pictures. Uh-huh. They're hilarious. Uh, so I hang on to that stuff for sentimental reasons. I, told, I yeah. had these, like, love letters from guys in high school, and I... I threw them out, and I wished, oh. I know, I wish to this day that I, and I could picture they were in a yellow bag, like a yellow plastic bag from some store. God, I'd love to read through some but of those. But I remember keeping some of them. There was one guy who I remained friends with, and we actually, like, I would send him pictures. We would laugh about them. And I know that I saved some of them, but I can't, like, when my parents moved from the house I grew up in, they must have gotten tossed because. Nick, you were my favorite sixth grade student. Nick, who was that? Sandra Day O'Connor, who? had uh, love letters from... Oh, that's right. ...from somebody, another prominent public Man. figure, and I don't yeah. remember, and they were kind of compelling. That that stuff is what? worth hanging on to, I think. But now, oh. obviously, it's electronic, and saving tweets and things like that is a little bit different, or saving text messages. Now the world can go through your stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can do little screen grabs, but they don't quite have the same... As a handwritten letter? ...sentimental value to them, I Yeah, think. yeah. Uh, let me see here. I have Austin on the line. Hey, Austin, good morning. Morning. What's up, guys? Yo, buddy. All right, so nobody died in this particular story, but you did find something. Yeah, so we were younger, and it was me and my brothers in the basement, and we were trying to find, like, rated R movies to watch. <laughs> okay. So we're, like, 
popping VHS tapes in and out, like trying to find something. And the one video we put in was one of my brother's like homemade sex tapes. Oh, no. And he happened to film it over one of our christenings or a Christmas video or something. Oh, no. <laughs> his sex tape, his, his homemade sex tape over the christening video. Yeah, it was ridiculous. That's hilarious. And at the time, like, we were, like, a minute or so into watching it. My mom walks downstairs. And she's like, what the f*** is going on here? It's a christening. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. And gave it to my stepdad. And he called my oldest brother down and put it in the VHS player in the living room and played it for him and asked him what it was. Oh, why Why do you even have to put it in the video? Yeah. You, you don't well, have you gonna to watch, watch it? that with your son. You can say, hey, we know what's on this tape. Yeah. Explain yourself. I oh, he was curious, too. He was going for level 10 embarrassment. <laughs> no, I think it was more like... How did you do that? <laughs> what, how'd you pull that I off? I mean, because I, I tried that, but I can't. I can only get just to the edge of it. Wow, Austin, has this ever brought up to your brother? Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I work with my brother, so I'll see him in a little bit, and I'll tell him I told the story on the radio. Yeah, please do. Yeah. So, is it worse? Is it? Do you feel good knowing that there was an act of like with with your parents or grandparents that there was an act of sex life, or there's just no positive? element of finding anything that suggests a, a, a sexual situation with your grandparents I mean, or parents. I, you know, oh, I, I know, but I don't want to know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't want to know about that. But <laughs> my stepdad is like, I think, 76 and my mom's 54. So I definitely don't want to know about that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Austin. Appreciate it, man. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh, all right. Something a little less salacious, but pretty awesome. I'm going to go to Bill. Hey, Bill. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, what's up, Bill? Good, good. So uh, we're talking about, uh, you know, this, we had this terrible story of a guy who found a, believe it or not, a dead baby in his mother's freezer after she passed away. Yeah. Yeah, um, I heard that. Yeah. But what did you what did you find after somebody had uh, had passed? Well, my father, he lived down in Florida, did a lot of fishing. And uh, in his freezer, he had about 60 boxes of squid for bait. Okay. In the bottom 12 boxes in the freezer... Was two hundred and forty five thousand dollars? Dear Whoa. God! Okay, so so Bill, you, what I would have done? Did did the box, the container, look like the same thing that all the squid was in? There was a box of bait, uh, squid bait that was uh, instead of squid in there, it was stuffed with cash. And I, I would have just started throwing it out and not even looked in every box if I didn't, you know, if I thought it was all okay. s- squid. I fish. I saved most of it. Okay, you fish. All right. <sighs> Dear God. Okay, so what? when you find the money, then what do you do? Well, the next thing I did after I opened the box, I went back up To make out the stuff wasn't rotten. Yeah. Yes, go ahead. Uh, then there was some roast in there, and one of them had a diamond necklace in it. Okay, so, but here's here's what I'm asking you. So, so you find this cash. What's the next step? I, you I just take it home. I started looking even further. You what? I started, I started looking even more. Okay, so at the end of it all, you found this two a quarter of a million dollars. You found jewelry, uh, and so yeah. Preston's point is: once you find it, do you yourself put it in the bank? What do you do with that money? Oh, I stuck the money in the uh, in the fund that was uh, uh, yeah, a. You can't keep. <laughs> hey, you can't keep dropping the S bomb, Bill. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. 
Well, we, I stuck it all in the bank that uh, we were all going to split with. Okay, do you have siblings? Yeah. Okay. All so right, you, so, yeah, that, what I'm asking, Bill, is what do you, hang on, Bill, what I was asking. You find a quarter million dollars in cash. You need to talk to a lawyer or something like that to, to make sure that this... Oh, we had a lawyer. What? We had a family lawyer. Okay. Thank you, Bill. Appreciate it. Okay. They had a family lawyer. The headline on that was better than the <laughs> yes. subtext. I, just I was just waiting. To know, trying to get you, if you stumble across that kind of cash, you have to go through some steps to make sure that it's properly accounted for. I'm thinking like we found out that it was like from a, a Medellin cartel and there was money and it's like it didn't yeah. quite go to that. Yeah. No. It, uh, <laughs> I kept that crap. <laughs> All right. Uh, the squid was good. <laughs> no, the money. <laughs> <laughs> Caught a lot of fish. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I was, I was looking in the boxes where my dad kept his money, and I found a whole bunch of squid. <laughs> What's that, Cass? You don't have to go to a lawyer. I mean, you, it would probably be a good idea, but I well, mean, yeah, I know I'm, somebody who found money and just found it and kept it. Yeah, but I'm saying if you, if let's say you want to take that money and invest it or something like that, all, all of a sudden, $250,000 right, unaccounted right, right. for cash is going to raise some eyebrows. Got you. Or you can just keep it at home, and that's your little fund that you pull money mm-hmm. out of to do to do purchases. So I wasn't sure how he handled it. You were just trying to get that information? I was just trying to get that information <laughs> out of him, but or it's I, t- apparently I need better bait when I go fishing <laughs> right. for info from him. <laughs> it just should have kept clear. Still in the, the freezer, yeah. Uh, no, uh, there again. There's a multitude of questions there. Yeah, yeah I've only I've, I've I have found weird things in the refrigerator or in the freezer over the years, and we've talked about that before. It's kind of a separate conversation, but I remember in my freezer, and I've told you guys this story before. For some reason, God, it must have stayed in there for ten years. We had a dead duck in our freezer. <laughs> oh, I remember this. <laughs> yeah, my dad shot it while hunting, and his intention was to one day get it mounted. Yeah, because it was a um, it was a female wood duck, which is a very beautiful duck. Um, but it, do it, they get freezer burn after a while? Well, I assume I, they do. Yes, right? I would think so. And and I just remember for ages. At first, it was kind of disgusted me a little yeah, bit, yeah. and I found it kind of gross that this carcass was in the freezer next to the ice cream and all the other <laughs> little delightful things that I would go in there for. And your quarter and, of a million dollars. And eventually, it just became a thing that was in the freezer, and it's it didn't bother duck. me anymore. Yeah, it's yeah. the freezer duck. So. It's right next to the freezer duck. And was it... Was it your mom that kept the gravy yes. in the... Uh, about about 20... Whip? Carvel. Carvel container. Carvel ice cream containers. My mother, I guess, figured at some point the uh, Soviet Union was going to step in and embargo <laughs> all the gravy. Yeah. And so uh, she had so much. So when she died, I was pulling out this frozen. And I love my, my mother's gravy that she would make, but it was just tub after tub of frozen gravy. And I'm like, Mom, what were you yeah. What was the impetus yeah. for this? Why gravy? Some people have their thing. Yeah. And just hang on to it. I don't know. All right, anyhow, do we have to take a break, Case? All right, we're going to do that very thing. I'd like to remind you that we have a secret text word. It is your chance to win tickets to the uh, Philly Burger Brawl. Text word secret to 39333. Or you can pick up the phone and call right now to win a pair of passes to this really cool event. Marissa Magnata at the PA Ren Fair, Saturday, August 17th. And this includes bus transportation from WMMR. Yeah. An Um, authentic Renaissance bus? I love going to the Renaissance Fair. (laughs) Um, so we will take, we have a lot here. Let me see. I can take callers. Uh, let's just give away a couple of them right now. 
Uh, call us 10 and 11, 215-263-WMMR. Celebrate Her Majesty's Coronation Day, Saturdays and Sundays at the Pennsylvania Renaissance Fair, right off the Turnpike. Exit 266, discount tickets at parenfair.com. Well, there I am. It's a lot of fun. And Marissa's never been, so oh. this will be a new experience for her, which is really cool. She's going to love it. Absolutely. Uh, we are going to take a quick break. We'll come back in just a moment. A couple of guests to tell you about when we return, so stay with us. Here comes the MM Army. What's going on? Join Marissa Magnata Wednesday from 5 to 7 for the Sips Happy Hour at Dilworth Park. Enjoy $6 effing vodka cocktails, $5 wine, $4 beer, and half-priced appetizers. Every Wednesday from 5 to 7 through August 28th. Every sip has a story. Find out more at ccdsips.com. Track down the MM Army to win tickets as MMR rocks Papa Roach with Asking Alexandria and Bad Wolves on August 7th at the Met Philly. Some tickets remain via Ticketmaster.com. 93.3 WMMR. Everything and everywhere that rocks. Thank you very much, Kathy. So there is a Netflix show that we're going to speak about. Season two of it uh, just came out last week. And uh, we have two guests who are in our studio. Two sorority sisters of Zeta Eta Pi. How cool is that? It is awesome. And they are featured on the show. And the show is called Sugar. Rush, and it is, uh, it's going to have on the program our two se- uh, sorority sisters. Please welcome Allie and Victoria Hi. to our program. Good morning, ladies. Good nice morning. to see you. So, I, all right, I want to, I want to start with this. So, uh, we have Victoria, who is the head pastry chef at Sweet Something's Dessert Shop. Yes, in Wilmington, and Delaware. That's in uh, North. That's on North Union Street in Wilmington. And then Allie, what is the name of this place? Don't even <laughs> get me stuck. Because I uh, Ox Petites Delicies. Oh yeah, I actually don't work there anymore. Oh, oh okay. Oh, yeah. So Petites. Wait, did you email me about the Spider Man cake? My friend did. Oh, yes. okay. And I was like, Wilmington's a little too far for me to drive. I have to get a Spider-Man cake for Jace's birthday. And you reached out. Oh, okay. Thank you. Where do you work? Do you work anywhere now? Yeah, I'm currently launching a catering business, um, Wild Time. So that's pretty exciting. Wild right, Time so with a T-H-Y? It's time like the herb, yeah. Ah, oh, oh, see, that's very cool. We're going to have to get your information because we'll yeah. use both of you. you. I think actually, uh, have you, you brought in baked goods before, haven't you, uh, Victoria? We did, I think, um, St. Patrick's Day a couple years yeah. ago. Yes, we, okay. We yes, I remember. Ab- absolutely. Yeah. We're doing right. good. So how do you end up on this show? How did this happen? Um, a producer contacted me through Instagram. So no kidding. saw my stuff. Wow. And wanted me to do the show and asked if I had a partner in mind. And It was me. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I remember. I saw this, I think, one or two episodes from the first season. Because, you know, you go, you go into yeah. that Netflix thing and you're just j- jumping around. I love uh, amongst the world of cooking shows, I tend to really love baking shows because they're just cool. And there's that. Do you know we were talking about the show that's from England where the the old woman sort Great of oversees British it. Bake off, that's I mean, what yeah. it is. Yes, we're, and there's just something amazing about. It. I think in the world of baking, there's just a uh, there's a, a, a bit more artistry. Yeah, the yeah. yeah, yeah. So it just it just plays better on TV. Had you guys been familiar with the show prior to being? 
Of course, yeah. yeah. We watched the first season. I don't know if I watched the first season until <sighs> you were like, hey, um, check this out. <laughs> but we watched a lot of the first season because yeah. there were some pretty colossal um, okay. meltdowns. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. So, so real quick, Victoria, just so, because uh, you know, seem to know a little bit more about Manali. <laughs> <laughs> you you, were, you watched the show before she yes. did. No, but, all right, so what is the... Um, how does it work? Who's on it? What do you get? What do you have to do? There's four teams of two. Um, it's three rounds of bacon competition. The first two rounds, uh, you have three hours to comp- complete the first two rounds. Okay. Yeah. So you get, you finish the first round, and then that whatever time you have left over is banked into the second round. And then whatever time you have left after the first two rounds gets... Tied into the third round. You I like that banking that. thing too so you because have three hours to right. get the first two rounds done, and then whatever time you have left, if yeah. you make it to the third round, that goes into the three hours for the cake round. Okay, and so do they? Because I've seen other shows where they say, "Okay, you have to make specifically this just like this." Mm-hmm. Is that what they do on this one? No, they. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they gave us our parameters for that round, and then we had to come up on the fly what we wanted yeah, to do. Every round, okay. every episode is the same structure. So you do a cupcake, a confection. Yeah. And then a cake, and then okay. each episode has an overarching theme, and each subcategory, I guess, has a theme within the theme. So and ours was chocolate. The, yeah. All things chocolate yeah, all was things the general chocolate. was our general theme, theme yeah. which is uh, that's you're in my yeah. realm. <laughs> yeah, I love all things chocolate. Uh, so, but you have once you you go in, they're, you're they're just that's the first time you hear. What specifically they're asking oh, you yeah, to do. Oh, yeah, it's wild. I yeah. mean, it really is as crazy as you might imagine it is. You walk into this set that you've seen on TV, and then they're like, okay, um, we're going to count down, and then you're going to go. Yeah. Uh, is it, we is it as well equipped as, I mean, because obviously they, they have to have everything you need oh, there. Yeah. It's oh, yeah, all yeah, set yeah. to go. You're yeah. good to go. Yeah. Who were the celebrities that were there for your particular? Our guest judge was Chocolatier Jacques Torres. Um, okay. He's the host of another Netflix show called Nailed It. Um, I am a chocolatier myself, and so I'm a huge Jacques yeah. Torres fangirl, so that was really exciting. Yeah. And then. Was um, it Colin Hanks we heard? No, he, oh, he was, was on another one. Yeah, he was on season one. Okay, yeah. all right, all right. Yeah, so, yeah I didn't he, know anybody in this particular episode. I, I watched it last night. I was so worried about you guys in the first oh round. Oh, my God, we don't even too. talk about that. <laughs> well, because you put sage in your cupcakes. I was oh, like, man, why good. should I have been worried you then? You saw what they looked like when they the came cupcakes? out of the oven, right? We literally <laughs> had to cut them with scissors, which yeah. they didn't show on the show. But oh, okay. Yeah, we thought we were going out. But, like, midway through the first round, it was hard, and we looked at each other at one point. I could go hang out at the hotel. Yeah. I could be good. Yeah, like if we, we get kicked home, off, we're okay. Yeah. I mean, this is really hard. And then we made it through, and then we won the second round, and we were like, okay, I guess we're really in. This and that's thing. when it started to get a little bit more fun. Yeah, we got a little loose. Yeah. Wait, why yeah. did you have to cut cupcakes with scissors? Well, when they baked, they just didn't rise. They kind of rose and they blew they out. Flat. Okay, yeah. So they so were you crusted. Trimmed them. Yeah, uh-huh. we trimmed yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Big on moving forward. You know, we're only yeah. going one way. Yeah. We just got to keep it moving. Right. So it was whipped out the scissors. So that's cool. You have you have these people who are obviously you need to impress them, and it's all because mm-hmm. I've seen you know many as the time someone just falls falls apart, as you said, has a meltdown, yeah. and just cannot do it. Uh, I have yet to see your episode. I'm definitely going to watch it. Uh, were you <laughs> the guys closest to becoming the meltdown, or was there anybody else? In I the... had a couple meltdowns. <laughs> it's part of our balance as a team. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. When she's always the the savior, I'm a calmer. Yeah. And she's a little more yeah. emotional, but it's good because <laughs> otherwise we'd make boring robot food. If it yeah. was Any crying? No. Jo- okay. A lot of joy tears. Joy tears. Yeah, 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 yeah. Joy crier, <laughs> which is beautiful, but yeah, lots of joy tears. So you, oh, so you guys won then? Wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, they yeah, did. Okay. Yeah, we We can spoil it. So, yeah, it's uh, been nice. Out. Yeah. Good for you. So 10 grand. Yeah. 
That's fantastic. And does anything come with that? Like any any follow ups? Maybe you can be on some of the other programs. Yeah, we're really hoping they're going to do like a champions kind of thing, yeah. and we'll get to compete. Yeah, against knowing the other knowing what winners. we know now, we're yeah. And this show does well for Netflix. Netflix mm-hmm. is, is branching out into a lot of this stuff, and uh, it's it's weird though because you can get. As they always do, they sort of just throw up everything at once. Yeah. And so, I like that because I watched an entire um, season of Glass Blowing. It was a, a show <laughs> yes. called Blown Away. <laughs> and I, I watched an entire, like, it was the whole the whole run, and I watched it in, like, two or three days. <laughs> yeah. And I just I, I loved it. And so you guys did all this in, in a day. Yeah, the competition right? itself. I mean, we were out in L.A. for, I think, three, four, four three days. or four days total. Mm-hmm. We ended up getting in super late because of, you know... The beauty of airports, and then went right into it the next day at six thirty a.m. Competed wow. all day. Yeah. So on top of this, you got four days expense free in yeah. LA. Yeah. Dude, yeah, that that's yeah, it was really just ten nice. grand right there. Uh-huh. Exactly. Nice. Yeah, it was really good. <laughs> Especially in January, we we're like we could go. Yeah. Yeah. So, so with this, with this up and airing, how long has it been up? Since Friday. Okay, since Friday. So people are going to watch it. You're yeah. probably going to get a lot of inquiries. Oh, yeah. Have I you mean, already started to get inquiries? It's been insane since it, Friday. It was a little, you know, I got some text, but Saturday after everybody had watched it, it's mm. it, my phone's blown up. Do you regret sending and... Kathy that uh, Spider-Man cake offer? Because now <laughs> you're just so inundated. She's like, no. I would still love to do it, please. <laughs> I'll bring it to you. Did you get a plaque or anything like that that you can hang up at the I shop? I actually tried or... to ask them to take, they have like these name things. And it's custom to our name. And I was like, can I have that? Yeah. And they said no. I was like, what do you do with it? <laughs> yeah, come on. Let me have it. Oh, uh, you bastards. Yeah. <laughs> you brought gifts today. I did. What do you I have? I made cupcakes, personalized cupcakes for everybody. Wow. Yay. So All right, who I do you made, want to start with? I'll do Nick, since he's sitting right next to me. I okay. made you a hiking-themed This cupcake. is so cool. Yeah, it's a backpack on top, and uh, it's got a little sleeping bag on top of the backpack. It's neat. Aww. This is for Preston. Me. <laughs> what is it? It's a snare drum with sticks across the top Whoa. of it. Dude, and look That's... at, oh my God, look at that cupcake under there. <laughs> That's oh, Steve. Steve. decoration Steve. on top, dear what is God. It? It's a kitty. It's a kitty cat. <laughs> and for Kathy, I did pumpkin and apples and a hay bale oh, for thank you. her fall activities. <laughs> there you go, cat. Cute. Marissa, I did some um, little veggies on, and I made her a vegan cupcake with vegan um, frosting. Oh, oh nice. so all the cupcakes are also specific to the. Uh... Well, just Marissa. Oh, okay. Come on. <laughs> That's very I can't sweet. give her a regular cupcake. Yeah. She yeah. has to be able to eat it. And plus, it. then you'd have to have a ranch cupcake, and that might get weird. Oh, yeah. Casey's got a ranch drink bottle. Wow. These are great. I want to pick. Get a, do we get pictures of these already? Yeah. Okay, all right. See, so you know what What I find interesting about the um, the way that you uh, people can do this? So, so number one, to be able to, to bake, to make a pie, to make a cake, whatever it may be, you know, you can follow the directions, you can follow the measurements and all that stuff, but it's the, the decorating where you really have to have an artistic flair. Um, we're, we're <clears throat> excuse me. You're getting all choked up. No, I got some uh, <laughs> cupcakes stuck in my throat because I tried, tried a little bite of it. Um, but anyhow, were you uh, artistically inclined besides I baking, both get of you it, guys? I get, definitely get the artistic side from my grandmother and my father. He okay. does cakes for fun on the side as well. What about you, Allie? Um, definitely would say I'm a creative person. I yeah. don't know if I'd go with artistic, yeah. and it's a great medium because you get to eat it. Well, <laughs> it's hard to do. Oh yeah, chocolate, chocolate is, is, is really is a, is a is a precise yes. thing. It's my, it's thing. my jam. And, and there's yeah. there's uh, it, it's. It's, they're both like it. It's almost like on a, on a, on a the way a wine connoisseur approaches you know these things. It's the same sort of 
precision. Yeah, baking deal. gets very sciencey. It, it does. It's much I think, more than cooking. That's yeah. why my my wife likes baking more than than cooking. You know, than than regular. You know, yeah, why it's stuff. harder too. Yeah, yeah. because there's, yeah. There's, a, there's there are finite rules. You can't to just it. wing baking, <laughs> right. and you don't know you messed up till it's over. Yeah, and you're wait, <laughs> I have to show you guys my Pinterest failed. Like I fully one hundred percent have a side by side complete one hundred percent fail. And when I made them for my son, it was uh, around Halloween. I said, "Honey, do you know what that is?" And he guessed a bear. It wasn't. It was a spider. Here's the picture. Oh. <laughs> How bad is it? Preston, it's I so mean, bad. <laughs> I, mean, I don't think it's oh, that stop it. bad. Oh, stop it. It looks kind of like a wiggly hamburger. Yeah. <laughs> but not a bear. I don't know where he got it. Yeah, I don't know I where don't he got a bear from. Maybe because but... I use chocolate icing. I don't know. Jesus, it looks like Predator. Are they red vines? It's like Predator. Predator. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and the, but I had to finish it. Like I knew it wasn't gonna work, but I had to finish yeah. it with like. Well, and it was made with love, legs. and that's yeah. what matters, right? Uh, it tasted good. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what kills me is a lot of this stuff, and you see, and, and even in this series, uh, the, the 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 infrastructure that goes into like you know you have to have a, a, a suspended piece of cardboard or yeah. all these bizarre yeah, things. Rod. Yes. Yeah, I use bubble tea straws to support my cake. I remember, like when I was a kid, and I learned, like on a wedding cake, that you know there were there were Stuff that inside? it was yes <laughs> to hold it up. I'm like, it's what? It's a ripoff. No, but it's, it's artistically so cool. Well, this is awesome. Yeah, Aww. congratulations, Thanks, guys. guys. That's, that's very very cool. Uh, anytime, and you're our sorority sister, so I'm sure we'll see oh, it yeah. another get yeah. together sometime in the near future. Definitely. Yes, definitely. Excellent. Well, we, we were just talking about another sorority party coming up very oh, soon. Oh, yeah, the good news I want to go to a formal. I saw, like... Oh, you missed a formal. formal. Yeah, we we'll need to do cake, another I'm formal. We'll make I'm just saying. We could definitely oh, yeah. make something work. All right, yeah. well, we're going to use... You guys are going to be very much in demand, but we would certainly love to use your Absolutely. Some things. Very cool. All right, so make sure that you take a look at the episode. It is uh, episode four of season two. Uh, and these lovely ladies went on to win it, but uh, you definitely want to go through and see what got them the victory. And I want to mention again uh, the two places where you can get some wonderful creations by them. And Victoria is the head pastry chef at Sweet Something's Dessert Shop in Delaware. And Allie, you have to tell me again in the new place where you're working. <laughs> or that you and started. The, the business I started is called Wild Time. You can find us at wildtimeconfections.com, and that's time spelled like the herb. Okay. okay. Cool. <laughs> well, congratulations, Yay! guys. Thanks for being here. Nice job. So it's called uh, Sugar Rush. And you can watch that uh, on Netflix. It is season two. Very, very cool. Nice. Hey, I did see this other story. Uh, that I wanted to bring up. Of course, we uh, we from time to time play uh, the Florida Man jingle. Yes, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, legit. And, and of course, Florida Man has been Florida a man, Florida Man. Florida Man has been uh, become a, uh, a legendary character, uh, and so much so that now Florida Man is a new character in Dungeons and Dragons. What? Oh, well. mm-hmm. Uh, and and uh, an internet citizen created a Dungeons and Dragons monster block to celebrate the Florida Man meme. Have you guys ever played Dungeons? I- I've never, I never tried. Never, yeah. never have. Not even once have I sat down. It's not my cup of tea. I don't get it. Um, but uh, you know how bad I am with board games, Preston, and the yeah. complicated stuff. And I just despise like Monopoly. But I thought, oh, Dungeons and Dragons, and everyone was telling me it's cool. It's the underworld. It's caves and it's wizards and it's got blo- dragons uh, and i was i couldn't stand it yeah yeah it's all you just kind of make it up 
I yeah. guess. So I, I really need, somebody needs to explain it more no, thoroughly to me. That won't happen, though, yeah. because you'll you'll get 30 seconds into the explanation and your eyes will I'm gone. So you're gone, yeah. yeah. I yeah. mean, you can't just make it up. There has to be hard and fast rules. Because you can't, I mean, because I, I know that you, you roll dice. You're right. There are no, loads the of dungeon, variables, though. Yeah, yeah, the dungeon master makes up the scenario, right. and and I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. There's Nick no. Murphy plays, right, or played? He kind of uh, sort of. See, that's even too geeky for him. <laughs> <laughs> Here, uh, here's what I know. Okay. I went to school, grade school, with dun, uh, dun, guys who played, and <laughs> they ended up making a Dungeons & Dragons version of football. So every Friday, the girls would go to choir practice, and the boys would play Dungeons and Dragons. Same old story. Football. Well, it was essentially that. Like, so it was me against you, and I was on offense, and I would say, "All right, I'm going to pass the ball." My eyes are rolling. Right? Yeah. Yeah. But it 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 gets too complicated. But you will stick with something like that. There there are sports dice games. You can play baseball and golf and all kinds of stuff using dice. Did you like it? Did you have fun? We. Loved it. Really? We loved it. You go, all right, I'm going to pass the ball uh, for t- uh, 20-plus yards, and then you roll the dice, and whatever it lands on, that's that's what happened. You, you know, interception, incomplete, blah, blah, blah. And, right. you know, and so, but that we did an entire season of that. Right. And it was great. Mm. Yeah, I, um, they've, I've, my sons and his friends have come over, and they play it, and I don't know what's going on, <laughs> you know. They do uh, World Magic. of Warcraft, too. Magic the, Magic the Gathering? Magic the Gathering yeah, is yeah. the one, yes. And then my son has tried to explain that before Nick, same thing. 30 yeah. seconds in, I start going, dude, you lost me. And he keeps going and going. You know it's a great going, game? I'm going to shut up now. <laughs> Leaving the not playing. Is a great game. Uh, what is yeah. it called? <laughs> Leaving the not playing. Leaving the not playing. Yeah. yeah. You can do that. It's a great game. Here, okay. Do you want here? Do you want to try to get uh, an explanation yeah. of this? All right, let me go to, <laughs> let me go to Lewis. Hey, Lewis, good morning. Hey, guys. I was hoping you guys were going to talk about this uh, Florida man monster. It, I saw this the other day, and it is hilarious. Okay. Um, what I love about it is that D&D is not a serious thing. It's absolutely ridiculous nonsense because, like, in this Florida man thing, it says in the, in the monster plot that when it dies... It uh, deforms into like one, like three D four crocodiles, which is a D four is a four sided dice. So it could like when you kill it, it's suddenly like seven small crocodiles and they scurry away. And that's what I love about like D and D is that it's never serious, all ridiculous nonsense all the time. So who's who's writing the rules? Is it the dungeon master that can contort the game to whatever they want to play? Yes and no. So there's the <laughs> Book, which has like a bunch of like basics of like how like the world around them interacts with each other, and the DM, the dungeon master, is Jeez. responsible for like creating a story that your characters have to like play through. And most of the time, what happens is the characters see the story and go somewhere else, and just completely ignore what, what the DM's trying to set up. And then the DM has to roll with that and like try to make something that's cohesive. That there are texters that are saying the same thing that you can derail whatever their story is in five minutes. Oh, really? Yeah, it sounds great. Yeah. Uh, but I, yeah, I. All right, thank you for your call, by the way, Lewis. I appreciate <laughs> You're sold, it. aren't you? Well, I just, it's just kind of confusing it because uh, with Magic the Gathering, I've sat down and I've watched my son and his friends spend. Minutes upon minutes debating a move as to, no, you can't do that because the rules say this. Yeah, but mine says that it has this ability and it oh, wow. counteracts that particular one. You can't double stamp, Sam. You can't, yeah. you can't double stamp, triple. You can't triple stamp a double stamp. 
That's exactly what it turns into, and I just don't, I don't get it. Uh, Okay, hold on. Let me go to Lynn. Hi, Lynn. You're on the air. Good morning. You guys rock. Thank you. What's up, Lynn? Uh, So I am 35, and I just now got sucked into D&D, and I was promised I would not be sucked into the route. I'm playing now four campaigns with the same people, and I've just become the D-bag in the group. Uh, my first campaign, my character was was Stallone for the entire time. I was killed off almost instantly. Yeah, I think, see, you did it the right way, though. You you, you got into it when you're 35, so you got laid first and then played the game. <laughs> because otherwise, it, it wouldn't have worked. That, that was my logic. I said, yo, I have three kids. I proved I didn't get laid. Let's play the game. <laughs> right, right, exactly. <laughs> now I'm going to learn the freaking game. All right, thanks, man. So I mean, it's, I, a I little too, say, it's a little too amorphous for me. I have to say, I have been intrigued by it a little bit more with Stranger Things, yeah. I'm watching those kids play on the show, and they're having fun with it. And... Did you watch the latest season? Yeah, I'm, so five, among, I'm five episodes in. Amongst those geeks, they couldn't get a game together because no one could figure out how, no one wanted to play. Yeah. So these are the geekiest kids ever on television, and they were bored of it. Well, they were just growing out of it. They yeah. were growing out of they it. They found but, girls. But a lot of people don't grow out of it. Uh, Brian Pesane, remember? He, he comes in it. and he stills. They they have like a game that gets together just a couple times. Celebrity, a year. you know who's a huge fan? Vin Diesel of D and D. Diesel is a D and D fanatic. Steve, do you remember that when it was believed that that was a that was going to lead you straight to a life of sin and hell? We used to. So I used to work at a Beat Alton bookstore, and these guides, these D and D, you know, they were hardcover books. There were all sorts of them, like 50, 60 separate books for Dungeons and Dragons. People would come in and mark them up and cut out pages to, to like, protest that we yeah. were carrying these books because it was assumed that it was the devil's work. Right. Yep. Exactly. That it would leave you, lead you down, down a path bad path of, uh, to of, boredom and of, <laughs> no, of, of worshiping false idols and things like that. So, but anyhow, yeah. So they have this character, Florida Man, uh, <laughs> now with uh, D&D and Florida Man, Florida so they, they apparently this uh, Twitter account uh, RPG site uh, posted a Florida Man monster stat block that reimagines the meme as a unique threat to a D&D party. The Florida Man is presented as an agent of chaos with the ability to spontaneously toss either unsecured objects or creatures at opponents. If there's not an unsecured object nearby, the Florida Man can then pull out a small alligator from his biomass <laughs> and toss it at enemies instead. The Florida Man also has unique defense against magic as he triggers wild magic feedback whenever targeted by a spell. Players will need to be careful when trying to use magic to subdue a Florida Man as he can literally blow up your spells in your face or turn players into chickens. Okay. When I know this is a question I probably won't have an answer to but uh, or get an answer to, when do you know you've won at a Dungeons & Dragons game, or is there a definitive end to a Dungeons & Dragons game? A very good question. I have no idea if there's indeed a winner or not, so let's go to Joe and see if he knows that. Hey, Joe, how you doing, man? Joe? Hey, uh, is that me? Yeah, yeah, that's you, Joe. Uh, it's Jay. Uh, Jay. Jay. Yeah, there's not really a, an ending to D&D unless all your characters die. Um, I, I was like a, a jock in high school, and I, I got talked into it, mainly because they knew I was a Star Wars fan, so they based the whole thing on Star Wars. 
and I made like my bounty hunter and, and all that, and I was going out hunting guys, and I got into it, and I really liked it. But it's really hard to find seven nerds who all want to sit down and play this game together. Yeah, know? yeah. <laughs> but but there's usually Jay. There's there's no determined winner at the end, or are there losers? Yeah, you can. Well, yeah, if your character dies, you're, you're technically a loser. You have to like remake a character and start all over again. But um, you can like do what the the, the dungeon uh, dungeon master calls a campaign, where it's like it's a story he made up in his head. And if you beat the final guy in his imagination, you know, then you you've won. You beat his campaign, but it doesn't really end. I mean, you can. That's too vague. Time. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, eventually, it just sounds like the game wears you down, and you just enough already. And it's like Monopoly. Like yeah. whoever actually it plays Monopoly to the end. A lot of guys get bored. Um, they'll try to throw things at you that are like out of the left field, you know. And and then it's like, okay, let's just remake characters and start something new. There's all different kinds of worlds you can play. There's like a world where this weird black mist floats in, and everybody becomes vampires. Like, yeah, I, I, yeah. I've never played that, but it's weird. Like it, it, it takes all different directions. Yeah, it's. Uh, thank you, by the way, Jay. I, I like it. hungry hippos. There, yeah, there's been a few <laughs> games where my son has tried to explain things to me, and I'm like, "Hold it, dude! You just, I'm gone. I don't. Yeah. It's, it's too complex. Daddy doesn't love you. I can't not <laughs> say that. I can't. I can't play. It's too complex. So, yeah. But anyhow, Jesus. There you go. Here's text says D and D blows. We used to barge in, kick the board over, and beat my brother and his nerd <laughs> friends with their asthma puffers. Bunch of nerds. Oh my God. <laughs> Okay. Good big brother. Right what a lovely young man. <laughs> Bunch of nerds. Bunch of nerds. Bunch of nerds. <laughs> Signed Ogre. Ah, yeah. the good old days. All right. Anyhow, so if you do play, you can now use Florida Man, I guess, somehow or another. I will. Uh, I'm looking forward to uh, yeah. not playing. Yeah. All right. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. I do want to remind you, though, uh, I wanted to plug another. Uh, another President Steve Daily Rush video, which is the newest one, and it's called Butthole Magazine. <laughs> Butthole Magazine. That is correct, or B-Hole Magazine, yeah. as uh, Nick Murphy has written here. It says, we bid a fond farewell to Mad Magazine and embrace our new favorite, Butthole Magazine. <laughs> uh, and you can check that out at PrestonSteve.com, sponsored by Punchline Philly Comedy Club Restaurant and Bar. We'll be back in a moment. Don't forget, secret text word, chance to win tickets to Philly Burger Brawl. Text word, secret to 39333. We'll return in just a moment. B-File, coming up next. The Preston and Steve Show Podcast. Wait, turn up the sound. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. All right, we shall share some bizarre file stories right now. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Files. Brought to you by Window Nation. Window Nation is making their summer sizzling sales event even better. Buy one window, get one free. Plus, no money down, no payments, and no interest for two years. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. All right, police are searching for a woman. They say peed on some potatoes at a Walmart in western Pennsylvania. What? Mm -hmm. Police released surveillance images of the woman on their website. It is not known when the incident took place. In a statement, Walmart said they immediately disposed of the affected products and sanitized the area. That's her thing. That's her kink. She wants to pee on potatoes. Yeah. Walmart says that it is working with police to find the person and have her prosecuted. 
Uh, the incident comes weeks after a video posted on social media showed people licking ice cream from freezers at Walmarts in Texas and Louisiana. Is this in the same vein, do you think? Would you rather have someone lick your ice cream or piss on your potatoes? <sighs> lick the, lick ice, the cream. ice cream. I think I go with yeah. lick the ice cream. Uh, I'm wondering how she pulled this off because usually, you know, potatoes are up on a uh, higher than waist level. Yeah. You know, a little bit of gymnastics rack of sorts. And did she hike one leg up on there? And uh, <laughs> what a woman. Yeah. What, what a, a woman. woman. Not really sure, but we'll find I'm out. I'm surprised Walmart didn't celebrate that. There's a follow up to that or not. An Indian man, as in India, who was bitten by a snake, got his revenge on the reptile by biting it back and killing it, the man's father said on Monday. The man, Raj Kumar, was relaxing at home, enjoying a drink on Sunday when a snake slithered into his house. Uh, his father said, uh, his father, Babu Ram, said a snake bit him, so in turn, he bit it and chewed it into pieces. Ugh. Way to do it, Babu. The man's family took him to the hospital where media said his condition was critical. The snake that bit him was reported to have been a rat snake, which experts regard as usually non-venomous. Did you imagine you live in a place where the rat... Snakes just wander into your house and bite you? You mean like Florida? Yeah. 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 Uh, this is definitely weird, said Raj Kumar's doctor. He said, I've seen people coming in with snake bites, but never somebody who bit a snake then brought it with him in a bag. You just saw it now, bitch. A male model wanted by police was so unhappy with his mugshot that he offended, uh, that he offered a more flattering selfie to help with the appeal. Now that's vanity. Yeah, Stephen Murphy... Uh, who has compared his looks to David Beckham's is wanted by police in Lincolnshire for failing to turn up in court. Does he, in fact, look like David Beckham? Not at all. Yeah. Officers issued a mugshot to track him down, but Mr. Murphy, who previously won the title of Mr. Boston, was apparently unhappy with the picture. After the reporter wrote about the police appeal, Murphy posted the new picture of himself under the story and criticized the paper and police for, quote, sharing the worst picture of me. Oh, I look not, terrible. Not worst. The worst, worst. picture yeah. of me. <laughs> Uploading his fo- uh, his own photo of himself, he wrote, and if you get my name right and don't put the worst picture of me on when I've been up for three days in Boston Cop Shop, you may be able to find me. Post this. It's better for you. Murphy, also known as Junior V. Murphy, was uh, summoned to Boston Magistrate's Court, causing criminal damage in the town. However, he failed to show up, so is now wanted by police. A man has died after accidentally being shot by his own passenger as he attempted to fire out of the car window in a (laughs) drive-by. You got to learn how to do a drive-by right. Matthew Gibson was pronounced dead. After being shot in the head during the incident, which prosecutors portrayed as a drive-by shooting gone bad in Chicago, video footage showed Gibson pulling alongside a wide SUV that was waiting to make a left turn around 5.40 uh, a.m. Let me roll down the window first. As the car slowed, his passenger, Jake Lee, opened fire on the vehicle with a forty caliber handgun. <laughs> However, Lee accidentally shot his driver in the head during the incident. Despite his injuries, though, Gibson was able to drive two miles from the scene. A 22-year-old man was also wounded during the shooting. Gibson was found to be brain dead on Monday. His death was ruled a homicide, and Lee now faces a charge of aggravated battery with a firearm and is expected to face a count of murder as well. How does that even happen? What do you mean? Ricochet? Um, Shot through his head? I mean, if you're on the passenger seat... uh, Maybe you're shooting across. He was shooting across. Yeah. 
Okay, well, duh. Yeah, let me get out. Let's switch seats. <laughs> yeah, or t- go down the street and turn around and come back yeah, the other way. Yeah. Or, or here, I'll get in the back seat on your side. Yeah, exactly. Or here, how about or you I'll shoot. just shoot through your yeah. head. Yeah. Or yeah, you shoot. Yeah. Here's the gun, you shoot. Oh, this is so hard. Uh... Nick, this will uh, speak to you because you're quite familiar with this story. A Belarusian woman was swept away and died while trying to cross a fast-moving river in Alaska in in search for an abandoned bus made famous by the book and movie Into the Wild. Why was she? You can find it. It's it's people know where it is. Yeah. Well, she. I guess they knew where it was, but the the river was up. Uh, so situated along the Stampede Trail, the abandoned Fairbanks City Transit Bus 142 has become somewhat of a pilgrimage spot in recent decades, sometimes with a devastating ending. The trail is over 100 miles southwest of Fairbanks. Uh, according to Eve Holland, who has written about uh, McCandless's pil- pilgrims, uh, the river has always been kind of the deadly aspect of that trip. It's fast and it's cold. Tragically, the river proved deadly for one couple seeking the, seeking the bus out at close to midnight on Thursday. Uh, Peter Markelo called the Alaska State Troopers uh, to tell them that his wife, uh, Veramika, had been dragged under the water. They were newlyweds, too, right? Yep. A rope extended across the river is meant to help hikers get from one side to another, but the water was rapid and waist high. The segment that the couple tried to cross was high because of recent rainfall. Apparently, she lost her footing and her grip on the rope. About 75 to 100 feet down river... Uh, Maricolo was able to pull his the body of his wife, whom he had been married to for less than a month, from the river. Uh, troopers said an investigation is ongoing. Chris McCandless, who hitchhiked to Alaska after graduating college and donating his life savings, lived in what he called the magic bus for about four months. The story of his travels and his death within the bus was captured in the book and the film. How many uh, people have died doing this same trip? There was another person that died. Yeah, the bus has drawn curious visitors to its rugged site. Some hikers come to the bus because of the deep emotional feelings they have towards McCandless and his story. Uh, local sentiments about him and the pilgrims vary. Some feel quite negatively towards him that he approached a journey in an unforgiving area of Alaska and was not prepared for its hardships. Others have more understanding of him. But it's not the first time that someone has lost their life at the mercy of the rushing river. In 2010, a 29-year-old Swiss woman drowned while trying to cross that river. And his, Maybe, his inability to cross the river essentially is what killed him, too. He couldn't get he back to, stay to where... there. Yeah, he had to stay, and then yep. he uh, starved to death. Maybe it's yep. time to move that bus into, like, an Anchorage mall on yeah. Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe yeah. that's it. All right, and there you go. That's what I got for you in the bazaar. I got an update for you, Preston. What you got? The woman who urinated on the potatoes has yeah. turned herself into authorities. Ah. She has, yes. Uh, so she's in uh, Western PA, as you, you reported. Her name is Grace Brown, and she, uh, uh, according <laughs> to news reports, turned herself in this morning. I am the Walmart potato pisser. Oh, yeah. Grace. Oh. Yeah. Why? Uh, well, that's what I want to find out. Because they didn't have rutabagas. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, those are horrible root vegetables, but she had to, she went there all planned to pee on rutabagas and what? And none. And so I guess I'll have to piss on the potatoes, but I'm not happy. I'll have to do. All right. Uh, well, there you go. That's your follow up. We'll take a break. We'll come back in a second. We'll see if you've been paying attention. We'll have the lesson question and more when we get back. Stay there. Love Preston and Steve and WMMR? Check out WMMR.com for more of everything that rocks. Steven Singer's Ready for Love Diamond Engagement Rings are ready to go. <laughs> Whether your budget's $500 or $5,000, Steven has the perfect ring for you at the perfect price. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. 
Little Bob Marley this morning on 93.3 WMMR. Could you be loved? I could. Yeah, I could be loved. Man, I missed Jamaica. It was such a good time. We took a trip there, the, the whole gang oh, together. I thought that was the uh, the receptionist of the broadcast school you went to. No, <laughs> Jamaica. No, I was just reminiscing. No, about that was that was Maggie. Oh, Maggie. Yeah, you went there too. Uh, I was just reminiscing about that Jamaica trip with one of the girls that uh, came on that trip with us, and just how much fun we had. And I found pictures uh, from that trip of all us. Remember, we had that like. Dance contest or yeah. dance party on the yes. beach? It was so much fun. I ended I up playing pictures. drums. Yeah. I did the band. Yeah. I let, they let me jump in and I played with them. You have pictures from that? I have pictures from it. Yeah, of all of us dancing. Yeah, we we and we did like uh, the moment where everybody gets to come out by themselves and do their own little move yep. for a moment or two. And I just remember well, there was a guy in some of these trips we make every now and then you'd have just a lone traveler, somebody going by themselves. There was yeah. a guy was having the time of his life. He was there by himself, and he came out in that dance yep. circle and did his routine. And he was kind of quiet. He was a quiet guy. And we were guy. like, oh, oh, wow. Yeah, look at him. Look <laughs> at him go. go. <laughs> it was so cool. I feel oh, that at J- Jamaica is a place where you, and it's really, you know, it's quick to get to. It's, it is. But easy, I feel like travel. that and Puerto Rico are places where when I go to a tropic lo- location, I can actually relax yeah. and have a good oh, yeah. time. Because, uh, yeah, I don't know why those particular locations, but I just do. And I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm not a big, I'm like you, Preston. If I go to a tropical place or go to Hawaii, I'm going to need a series of things to do. Yeah, I'm not a sit-on-the-beach-and-bake kind of guy simply because God ha- prohibits me because I have vampire DNA that prohibits right. me from being in the sun for hours. Right, right. I got to do something. But I can sort of do that relaxed tropical mode in those locations. I just like the idea of being able to... Get, you know, leave in the morning and, and actually still have almost an entire day. That's there a big part when, of it, Casey. When you first started yeah. and stuff. That's a big part of it. Um, you know, booze cruises were a big thing down there, and I, I know we're not going off on a tangent and, right, and topic here, but I, I was thinking about this as I was riding my bike into Atlantic City. Is this the abortion conversation? Is- <laughs> <laughs> no. No. Oh, okay. Oh, no. no. I don't we we started so. with Halloween and it went into real deep territory, but uh, but go ahead. Bo- I, booze cruises. I wasn't sure <laughs> if Atlantic City and or any of the casinos really take advantage of the fact that they are coastal. Do you know what I mean? I like, know what you're saying. Ocean, there, there should be more a- aquatic, yeah, boat related. Ocean did o- o- or is trying to. There was Revel and now it's Ocean, and they. Part of the reason why that was built there and part of the reason why it was built so big was that they realized that most of Atlantic City does not. Mm-hmm. That, they, that they have this oceanfront property and they don't access the ocean. Like, could you, I mean, at a certain point, I mean, you could do sunset cruises. You don't have to go into the bay, but you could go out into the ocean a mile or two miles and then watch the sunset over Atlantic City or Are something. Are there any marinas on that side? Oh, I know yeah. there's the marina side of Atlantic City. right on the like the uh, the 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 water club Borgata has that water yeah. and th- th- in that area there's a whole bunch of stuff I think the casino should offer the ability if you go off and you go into international waters you could murder someone mm-hmm. and they should allow you that that'd be a cool little feature right and, and obviously the casinos really just want to keep the people in the casinos I understand Steve, that's true I, Purge the cruise. Purge the cruise. <laughs> that'd be awesome uh, and you could have chance the rapper be the performer <laughs> It'd be great, right? But it'd be, listen. There's, there's. That's why so many of these cruise ships have the gambling. The second you get out into international waters, you right. know, the uh, all those rules are off. Yep, yep. A lawless cruise. All right, well, purge the cruise. Let's do it.
Atlantic City, the Jamaica of New Jersey. <laughs> exactly. So, there, just tied it all in <laughs> That's together. That's good, man. All right, so we're going to do today's lesson question, and we are going to give away a $50 Rita's gift card. And the question uh, I have for you this morning, who is Bruce Lee's son? <laughs> Not really. Not Brandon Lee. The other one. 215-263-WMMR. Who is Bruce Lee's son? It's not Brandon. The living one. The other one. 215-263-WMMR. You had to have been listening to know this one. We're going to do the the uh, trash while you're calling in, so give us a buzz. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. And what do we have going on this morning, Steve? Well, 20-year-old Fenty model Carissa Pinkston getting caught for falsely claiming she's transgender. Pinkston had attempted to sell the story by posting a supposedly pre-op photo showing her with a Sharpie mustache. <laughs> Just didn't work. Scarlett Johansson debuting her 11-carat, $400,000 engagement ring from her SNL fiancé, Colin Jost. Jost agreed to let her pick out the ring, but insisted that he watch her pay for it. (laughs) And finally, MTV trying to decide whether to remove Michael Jackson's name from the Michael Jackson Video Vanguard Award. MTV balked at creating a second award based on banging little boys. (laughs) (laughs) And that's your... uh, Hollywood trash. All right, we'll see if somebody knows the answer to this. And uh, the question is, who is Bruce Lee's son? Not really. 215-263-WMMR. I'm going to go to, I'm assuming it's Candace. Is that your name? Yes, it is. All right, Candace, who is Bruce Lee's son? Getty Lee. Getty Lee. Yeah, hang on a second, Candace. For you, a $50 Rita's gift card. You can get ready for football season with Rita's newest flavor in honor of the Eagles. And that would be Go Birds Italian Ice. Stop by and try that out today. Music news time. Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. It out. All right, we're going to start with uh, Maynard James Keenan Tool. He said on uh, Monday's edition of the Joe Rogan Experience podcast that it was a relief to finally announce that the band's long-awaited fifth studio album, Fear Inoculum, will arrive on August 30th. He elaborated by saying, what a weight lifted off my chest. He said it took a lot of work. The four of us are a lot of effing work just to get anywhere. Oh, my God. Everything's an effing committee meeting and always gets shot down. Asked what specifically caused the delay, uh, Keenan said success. He said, when you get successful, you think you're right about everything. You're pretty sure as the individual, I am right and you are wrong. I am successful and we're successful because of me, not because of you. And he said, it's not that bad with us. But he said stuff like that starts that. Well, that's very candid. It is. You can fall into that trap. Yeah. Uh, Fear Inoculum will follow up the 2006 uh, release of 10,000 Days. Phil's entire catalog, by the way, will be available for the first time on digital. Can I buy 10,000 Days? And streaming services uh, starting this Friday. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, This is a touching story. A Florida woman used Linkin Park lyrics to help save a man's life last week, reciting some words from the song One More Light to the suicidal man as she literally helped him off the ledge. Wow. Yeah, healthcare worker Christina Satani 
was driving along State Road 408 when she noticed the man sitting on the edge of an overpass. Fearing that he would jump, she stopped her car and walked over to him. Sitting next to him, she recited a line from the song that said, Who cares if one more light goes out? In the sky of a million stars, well, I do. Uh, Satani explained, I stopped uh, because I've been where he is. He needed someone to show that they cared. I didn't know if it clicked with him, but he just cried. Uh, the police arrived a short time later, and a Deputy Sean Kayer said that uh, Stanani's assistance may have saved the man's life. The man was not arrested, but he was taken to a mental health facility. Thank re- God she knew the lyrics to the song. Yeah, I read a, um, a Twitter post yesterday from a gentleman who had attempted and came pretty damn close to committing suicide uh, about a year ago. And, you know, he, he has now written a book, and he's he's... He's glad he wasn't able to succeed. But what was crazy about this particular feed was that it was um, filled with a lot of people who had done the same thing. People who had survived their own suicide attempts and, and how uh, grateful and thankful they were that, that they weren't able to succeed. And, and it, wasn't, um, it wasn't morbid. Right. It was, it was, it was life not, affirming? It was absolutely life huh. affirming. Remember when we had the guy from that documentary, Bridge? Yes. Who He, he jumped off. San Francisco Golden Gate Bridge. I mean, that's like, that's not somebody who, that's a little bit more committed than somebody who almost takes enough Medicaid, you know, who mm-hmm. kind of doesn't yep. really want to do it. Yep. He this wanted dude to do it. jumped, and he knew the second when he was falling that this was a mistake. Yeah. And it was a pretty wild conversation with him. He was so thankful that he didn't die and regretted doing it and all of that. The but. clearest... Um assessment of uh, suicide, and Pierre says it all the time, it's a permanent solution to a temporary problem. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, moving on, Courtney Love and uh, Francis Bean Cobain got a judge to order Francis's former husband, Isaiah Silva, to undergo a psychiatric check on Tuesday. The exam was meant to determine the state of his mental health in the legal battle over a famous Kurt Cobain guitar. Oh, this thing's still going on. It's still going on. Just Silva- the guy... Guitar I know. Silva. That's what the judge said. Just give her the goddamn guitar. So Silva had sued Courtney, music industry figure Sam Lufty, and others last year for allegedly conspiring to kill him to get the guitar back, which he had been awarded in the divorce with Francis after he claimed that she had given it to him as a gift. Silva told police that Lufty and other suspects grabbed him and carried him to a car. They allegedly took his phone and used a bodily force, causing roughly $4,000 worth of damage to the phone and some glass doors at the house that had been smashed. However, the police report was not filed until five days after the alleged incident. Mm-hmm. The defendants hammered out a deal to have a psychiatric check, a psychiatrist check out Silva. And uh, the exam allegedly ran for seven hours and consisted of interviews, mental health status examination, as well as standardized psychological tests. Uh, to gauge Silva's sanity, the examiner notes will be included in Silva's lawsuit. So the guy is out of work. He's a musician, sort of a failed musician, and uh, he wants the guitar. I think he wants to have it so he can sell it. Yeah. Yeah, it's worth a lot of money. Yep. So um, we'll see where He's that goes. creep. Uh, the latest John Lennon and Yoko Ono documentary, John and Yoko Above Us Only Sky, will come out at uh, DVD, Blu-ray, and digital formats on September 13th. The film, which was produced... My Britain's Channel 4 with the cooperation of Yoko Ono and Lennon Estates aired to raves last fall in Britain and earlier this year on A&E and features unheard audio including the first demo of Imagine as well as never heard before interviews with one-time Beatle Lennon. 
Uh, previously unseen footage shows him and Yoko working together in London. It was helmed by Emmy Award winning and Oscar nominated director Michael Epstein, best known for the 2010 Lennon NYC documentary. So that Just is coming. Wish I could work up the courage to tell her that her music stinks. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't. These are his private. And I just, you know, it's just terrible. She's, she's caterwauls like a, like a cat whose dong is caught in a door. <laughs> and I just want to die every second of my life. Oh, I had nothing, honey. Just talking to the people. <laughs> <laughs> so little candid moments like that. Yeah, little candid moments. All right, and uh, I'm going to give a little plug of Rooney, my band, heading back out on the road. Getting the band back. Getting the band back together. Your first performance was sold out. It was. Yes. It was a packed, packed house. Saint, we're talking about. Yeah. So we're gonna be, we're gonna be playing at, uh, in the Lehigh Valley, and that's why I want to give it a plug because I'm not sure. I, you know, I, I want to see if there are any listeners in that area. Taste up, man. <laughs> the way you guys rock, watch out for an avalanche. Watch out for an avalanche. Yeah, in Lehigh, Lehigh Valley, Valley there, right? Yeah. yeah. We're gonna bring those Poconos down, yeah, mother effer. Rumble them. They will cr- be crushed beneath the weight of our rock <laughs> in the band Saint. We're playing at a place <laughs> called Sat- Friday night. We're playing at a place called uh, One Center Square. It's gonna be a rock that- slide. Yeah. yeah, rock slide. I hear it's a really actually a pretty cool place. Yeah, that's yeah. what I heard. Uh, by the way, like Music Fest is happening in the Lehigh Valley oh, this weekend. That's so, a big deal. So, yeah, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of acts out there. Are you so. saying uh, there might be a Saint appearance at Music Fest? Hey, you know, crazier <laughs> things have happened. So. You know, somebody's got to play their cover of My Sharona right. at the uh, <laughs> at the music fest. So. No, I think that's cool. It is a. Uh, I was surprised to hear that that was the. Um, well, that's not that actually far from your house. You're Man, not that bad. It's like an hour and change. Yeah, you're fine for me to get there. So should we get, there you go. Actually, this is a really fun song to play. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I played it back in my first band. It was one of the first songs I learned with the image, and here I am still playing it. Who's the guy? Thirty years later. What was his name? Mark. Who's the guy who created the neck? Remember that guy? Oh, I don't remember his name, but yeah, he died a few years ago. He did, and uh, yeah. he, and I. Uh, he's actually. He, Reading about him, he was a lot more talented. I was always sort of dismissive of this stuff, and then I later appreciated it. Um, and the girl, Sharona, was a real girlfriend uh, of his, go. and they, they broke up eventually. She went on to be one of Los Angeles's top real estate brokers. Really? She died a couple of years ago, I think, too. Oh, but, man. But Sharona the was... Curse. Uh, she was the real deal. His name, uh, Nick, do you have his name? Was it uh, Burton Aver or Doug Fig- Figer? Figer? One of them. Yeah, um, Figer, that's Doug it. Figer? Okay, and yeah. the girlfriend's name was Sharona Skiffington. Oh, was it really? <laughs> she had a mustache, which was really odd. <laughs> Sharona, Sharona Alperin? Is yeah. her name? Yeah, she was 17. Is this her on the cover of the neck? With nope. The... nope. Okay. No, that's, that's just Tom a model? Skiffington. That's no, not Tom Skiffington. It's a model or something, but uh, it doesn't say, did it say what happened to Sharona when she died? Uh, she got caught in a rock slide. <laughs> This Saturday only in the Lehigh Valley, saints be praised as Saint takes the stage at one center square. At one center square in Eastern PA. <laughs> yeah, Eastern PA. So we'll be there Friday night. Come out and join. We're gonna yeah. have a good time. Well, 
Does Sarah Clayton know? You're going to be in, within proximity. Is she within proximity? The Poconos and uh, Allentown are not next to each other. So, no. No, the, not They're really. They're pretty close. I mean, well, yes. Close enough. Close she should Sarah. probably give us a special code to get into her website. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah, please do that and come, come to the show if you can. All right, and uh, one last thing. I have a chance for you to win a pair of tickets to see Corn and Allison Chains this Saturday, BB&T Pavilion, and be qualified for this week's grand prize. Uh, VIP lounge package, including pre-show party with interactive games, memorabilia display, food and beverages, and a limited edition silkscreen poster. So let's take caller 25 at 215-263-WMMR. It's a good band name, actually, from earlier, Preston, Potato Pisser. <laughs> oh, Corn. I love names like that. Corn and Potato Pisser. <laughs> Well, potato pisser would open for corn, I guess. Yeah, right. right. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Not big enough, yeah. A night of produce. Uh, don't forget, by the way, that this show is a part of MMR's rock residency this August at BBT nice. Pavilion. So check WMMR.com for a complete list of concerts and grand prizes. Some tickets remain for each show at Ticketmaster.com. We're going to take a break and we'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. Activate the Preston and Steve Show Podcast. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. 93.3 WMMR. It's everything that rocks. We debuted that song before we went away for a couple of weeks on vacation. I'm still really happy uh, to hear some pop musicians and country uh, embracing that rock edge. I think it's... I think it's an important thing for our format right now. So that's Ed Sheeran, in case you did not know, and Bruno Mars and Chris Stapleton. Yeah, I, that song works for me. And the song is called Blow, and it's got a very cool edge to it. I like it a lot. 10.32, where we are on uh, this Wednesday morning. We have not, we forgot to get our secret text word. Oh! Kathy. Forgot to get our winner. I'm Good sorry. Cat. I meant to mention that to you. Small number. Give me a number, caller. Three. Caller three at 215-263-WMMR. If you know the secret text word, you might win. So give us a call, and uh, let's see if we can make that whole thing happen. Uh, da, 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 da. Wanted to thank our guests, Victoria and Allie. For being Sorority sisters done good. They're on this show uh, called Sugar Rush on Netflix. It's uh, They just... Uh, released the second season on Friday. These ladies are in the fourth episode representing our area. And uh, not to you know give anything away, but they won. And they, took and they also set a new bar. Ten grand. They, they set a new bar? All guests need to bring baked goods now, oh, from yeah. now on. All guests? All guests. I don't care who it is. I didn't even see all the stuff they brought out in the green room, too. Well, I just it, thought they brought cupcakes. No, no. It's sensational. I Delicious stuff. So thank you to... Uh, Allie and uh, Victoria for being here this morning. Very, very cool. Uh, those are our only guests of the day. I do want to mention this one more time, that if you work at a job site, you're outdoors, you've had enough of this heat, uh, we have a chance for you to end up with the cooling caravan from uh, the Preston and Steve Show and Duncan at your work site next Tuesday. And we'll be sharing you iced coffee and it's absolutely free for you and your gang to get a nice little break. You know, so, even if it's not uh, oppressively hot, it's a joyous thing to have this caravan pull up. Totally. Especially since we're sending some of our good friends. We do have our calendar girls in the MM Army that are coming yes. along, so it should be good. So here's what you do. Go to WMMR.com and click on contest. You'll see the information right there. It's called the Preston Steve Cooling Caravan 
Deadline is Monday at 11 a.m., so get on it and uh, let us know where your work site is, and we might uh, come over there and see everybody. All right, caller number three, we got him. I'm going to go to Jim. Hey, Jim, you're on the air. Good morning. Hey, hey Steve. Yeah. I used my, I used my pigeon grenade the other day. Feathers all over. <laughs> the pigeon grenade. I don't remember that, but I'll take your word for it. <laughs> Feathers all over, huh? Feathers all over. <laughs> hey, Jim, if you give me the word, you win a prize. What's the word? Grill. Grill yeah. is correct. <laughs> Hang on there, Jimmy boy. Give that man a pigeon grenade. <laughs> maybe it was something when we were on vacation. Oh, maybe. Playing back one of the best subs. I'm not sure. If it's stupid, I said it. All right, so we have a pair of tickets to Philly Burger Brawl 2019, Sunday, September 15th. In a new location, the Navy Yard Taste Unlimited Samples of Burgers from the top restaurants in the city. Uh, we also grabbed a random texter, Nicole Adesso, who is from Philadelphia, is also going to get tickets. Proceeds go to the Fund for the School District of Philadelphia, a nonprofit supporting school literacy through technology. Tickets are on sale now at phillyburgerbrawl.com, and more information is available at WMMR.com. Uh, let's do the letter of the day. You doing it, Case? Yeah, bud. Here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the daily letter. All right, and the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. P, as in Pierre Robert. Yep, and we have two VIP tickets to PFL 6 Professional Fighters League on Thursday, August 8th, 7 p.m. At the Ocean Casino Resort in Atlantic City, plus an overnight stay uh, for the night. Don't miss the road to the playoffs. See 12 live fights as light heavyweights and heavyweights compete to clinch playoff berths. Tickets are on sale now at pflmma.com slash tickets and the Ocean Casino Resort box office at Ovation Hall. More details at theoceanac.com. Speaking of, Pierre, uh, he went to the Iron Maiden show last night. Yeah. And I'm interested to see what he's saying. It's the first time he's seen him. I believe so. Yeah. yeah, he had never. He's the he's the most concert going person I've ever met in my life. It's hard to find a band that Pierre hasn't seen. So it had to have been. I'm glad that he went. And yeah. Apparently, this was supposed to be a really big production that Mike, they were doing. He also Mike, filled in for their guitar tech. He did not. Yeah. No. Uh, but Jackie Bam Bam was there last night, and uh, I got tickets for my cousin Stephen. He was able to go, and Stephen was texting me this morning photos and video, and it just looked like you would want an Iron Maiden show nice. to be. It just looked awesome. All right, so you'll hear his recap of the show a little bit later he's on. He's editing audio right now, I guess, That's what from he's when up he was to. there. Yeah. yeah. I love yeah. that. I love when he goes, uh, what was the agreement he had with Pancake? He uh, Pancake went to a Grateful Dead show? No, there was, um, no, it was Rabbi. Rabbi yeah. went to a, yes, right. He went right. to Metallica. Slayer. 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 Yeah. yeah. I love these exchanges. They're love great. It. So you get it all from him today. I also got to thank our sponsors, Preston and Steve Show, brought to you today by Don in the official coffee of the Preston and Steve Show. And the Preston and Steve Show runs on Duncan. Also, Winter Airport Parking, fastest way in and out of Philly International. Uh, and also Planet Fitness. Get the Planet Fitness Black Card, and you can bring a workout buddy with you every single visit. Uh, tomorrow morning, we're working on a couple of people. Casey's jotting down some names. I'll wait till you It could be that. cool, or it could yeah. just be a complete letdown. Could be We're us. giving you both options. Ooh. All right, so that is it. We are done. Rage on. Have a great day, and we'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. The Preston and Steve love you. Hate you. Live. Well, let's move Halloween, because my kids can't get up the next day. Suck it up. I did it when I was a kid. My parents did it when they were kids. Don't move Halloween. Next message. Iron Maiden, baby. Woo! Kick ass.
Next message. Why the f are we talking about Halloween? I just got back from the ocean yesterday. It was f***ing awesome. I almost lost my job, too. Get back to summer, guys. The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less.